This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match, big crocodiles with Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money. Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, aka the Conspiracy Realist, aka the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, aka I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't run without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. A.K.A. Jay Johnson, the crowd favorite. I toot my own horn because it sounds like Miles Davis. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame. Three, it's your man, Dame. Three underscores, three, one, three. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see, not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for dame. And if you speak it on dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's the honorable Judge Boss Dame and his bitch. Let's go, man. Yo, welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode two thirty three. I thought it was three thirty three. Three thirty three, if I'm correct. Oh, uh, I'm like, I do a lot of podcasts. You number know, numbers just be be running together and shit at this point. Uh, but it's episode three thirty two. Three thirty two. Okay, so we were wrong last week. Uh, no, last week was episode three thirty one. The no, no, I'm saying when we gave the count. Oh, we was wrong. Who we, knows? We had, a, we had a show prep on that one because we always reference I, it. I think we said three thirty one last week at the beginning know. of the show. Maybe I think we did. Uh, in any event, uh, what's up, niggas? What's up, man? You quit your job? Um, damn, I forgot. I gotta stop cussing so much, especially in the first thirty to forty five seconds, because YouTube uh, ads be like, "Yo, this not gonna be ad worthy." <laughs> oh, they like, "Yo, this not gonna be ad worthy," because. Y'all ninjas is cussing too much. Like, well, I mean, they say it's going to be very limited for advertisers. They don't be wanting that stuff, talking a whole lot. Hey man, the brand is what it is. Not changing up for corporate sponsorships. Yeah, I'm trying to get this money, nigga. <laughs> Anywho, uh, I'm working. Okay, because you got an offer last week to walk away. And I was just wondering if you... you, know, you we, I mean, I'm never walking away from money. I have no idea why... Let's just say you make X amount of dollars on the side mm-hmm. and somebody can give you an X amount of extra money too. And then like, why would you ever, why would you do? I'm not turning down nothing. Okay. You feel me? That's fine. How was your week, my brother? Man, week was real good. I ended up at the Nas and Wu-Tang Clan concert at Pine Knob. Why did I not know that it was, why did I not realize that that concert was coming up? I don't know because we like talked September. We had talked about going to New York as a group to see it. The New York State of no, or, or was that Rock the Bells? 
I think it was Rock, Rock the, the Bells. Bells. He was like, we go down there, we fuck with Rob. Yeah, and all that other yeah. Shit. But New York State of Mind. Uh, I was hoping Buster Rhymes is going to be there because he's he's been filling in dates. I mean, they give me give me all the rap you can squeeze in. Okay. <laughs> I mean, not that that you shouldn't, but like I've never heard somebody just was like, "Yo, I wish." I mean, if he gonna if he gonna be there, like I mean, if he coming to part of the tour, like when was the concert? Where? When? Uh, it was last Saturday. Oh, yeah, last Saturday. I ain't seen not one picture. No, what happened? I posted. I ain't talking about you. Oh, oh, I didn't see yours either. But uh, I ain't see. You know, usually when it's a concert going, I go on my timeline and I be seeing like, oh man, it wasn't a lot of us there. Mm. You know, one thing I realized that being at that concert. Like it's a lot of old rap niggas, and I Fast. and I'm one of them now. So I'm an old rap nigga. When I asked you who to insert group make music for, because when I went to the Benny concert, it was a bunch of niggas my age and a bunch of people older. You got some girl, young girls like hardcore gangster <laughs> rap music like that, who like rap rap. Yeah, and then it be white folks. It's a lot of white folks, thirty five and up, couple thirty something girls, and then white people. A lot of white people. A lot of Tims in the building. Absolutely. Of, it was a lot of jackets and overcoats in the middle of summer in the building. At shoe the sticks. Concerts. Like, you know. Like shoe sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's wild. Remember when that was a thing? I Nigga, guess it's still a thing I had, for some. I had a jar full of them bitches. <laughs> I had a jar full of shoe sticks. Yo, that shit could not have been good for us, dog. For y'all, because that wasn't like a thing. Why the fuck was I chewing on bark? I don't know. It's was dumbest, it like mint mint bark? <laughs> it's the dumbest shit in the world. It's the dumbest shit in the world. Mr. Cool told us like he seen niggas do like it's, it was something African about it. Yeah, because they would just grab a, a twig off the <laughs> off the earth. Dumbest <laughs> shit in the world. But it's a lot of it's a lot of white people like Wu Tang. Uh, and like, I'm an old hip hop nigga. Like, it's a lot of old niggas like me in there <laughs> reciting every word. Yeah, cause like, uh, a couple of months ago at the Benny concert, they were, you know, they, why you waiting for everybody? They do their sets. And it was, a, they was playing a bunch of Mob Deep, a bunch of Wu Tang, a bunch of other stuff. They always like, gonna throw on Shook ones. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The shit that, they get the crowd moving. I'll be honest with you though, man. I do not know a lot of Wu Tang songs. Okay. I think everybody thinks they're a bigger Wu Tang fan than they actually are. Uh, I just, I like Wu Tang. You feel me? This is like the culture. I like them niggas too, but at a certain point, I had had enough. Like, I had enough. But I am not a super fan. I can't give you bar for bar, word for word. I wanted to hear the hits. I didn't want to hear like the album fillers. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear the hits. Niggas bring out Killer Priest to heat rap for 47 minutes. Nigga, every member of the Wu-Tang was there said Method Man. <laughs> every last Master Killer, Capadonna. When Capadonna came on stage, the stage went silent. The whole crowd was like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, I was going to say. Nigga didn't have no facial hair. Yeah. Capadonna ain't got no facial hair. What's wrong with that, G? <laughs> Capadonna had no facial hair. And he was rapping his life away with no facial hair. Uh, I how much they get paid for shows like that. I don't know. That bitch is slapped out. I mean, the promoter make money. Yeah. The staff make money. Not headliners make money. Like, I wonder what the bag be. It'll be like, you know, you pick up a 
go pick up fifteen grand, you know, because I'm still going for fifteen thousand. Fifteen is not fly me in and out uh, a town every weekend, two, three. So if I make that's like not a bad bag. Forty five thousand dollars a weekend. You know what I'm saying? I do three shows. Say I do two shows, one on Friday, one on Saturday, or that's during the week or some shit like that. And you pick up fifteen grand. I do thirty thousand a week, my G. Like that's easy work. Light work. Light work. And now I had just seen Nas around my birthday. So I was ho- I was like, man, Nas gonna do the same fucking songs I just seen a couple months ago. No nope. has a thirty five year career. <laughs> no, nope, nigga did all new shit. All new shit. I was I was complete Dumb. I had never seen them niggas perform verbal intercourse from only built for Cuban links. Mm. It just didn't feel like a performance song, but like Nas, Ray, and Ghost did that shit together. And like, it was so flawless. Nas is at the end, like, like, yeah, we got that shit. Yeah, because it's good. I forgot. So, so if you be right, so Nas' career was what? His first joint dropped 94. 94? Yeah. It's about to be 30, right? Yeah. 30 years? You probably forget some bars in 30 years. A lot of weed smoking in 30 years. A lot That's of how you come up nights. with some of that incredible shit and then. A lot of long nights. Yeah. You know what I mean? 30? He rocked that shit out. Flavor Flav was in the crowd too. Flavor Flav! He jumped on stage for a sec with Nas. He had his little Flavor Flav. Uh, what you that chicken? It was spot? a chicken spot on Van Dyke. <laughs> yeah, he had like two of them, and then one of them closed. That Van Dyke one was the last one. Yeah, that was probably before his time. <laughs> was it? I think it was before his time. Like uh, nowadays, uh, maybe it was very timely. No, nowadays I think it'll work. Why, why do you think that. a flavor flavor? Ch- there was not. So far, let me ask this: Had you ever eaten a chicken? No. Okay, nothing spectacular about it. Have you had mom's spaghetti? I don't want to. I was watching Hard Knocks and they had he popped up on there and they was eating it there. That shit looked good as hell on the plates. You was you was just hungry, nigga. That's all. I mean, I was eating while I was watching. <laughs> I was literally eating Taco Bell watching. Uh, it looked good. I'm not saying I'm eating it, but okay. No, I've never had it. Yo, when I was watching Eminem on uh on Hard Knocks, I just felt like such an asshole, dog. What was he doing? He came to the Lions training facility. Just to talk uh, to them niggas, walk around. Talk, and I guess he provided them lunch, too. Because at the uh, they all had mom's spaghetti. Oh. And they it was at the facility, and they had the signs and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm assuming that's... Nice product placement on HBO. For, for sure. But New album like, coming out, too. He was just up there chilling, talking, laughing. You know, he's a funny dude. You feel me? I'm like, man, look at this guy. Just... Living life, being nice, and, <laughs> and like making jokes and stuff. And I'm, we on last week, we like, yo, this nigga, <laughs> stop it, go away. Eminem didn't have a care in the world. <laughs> he didn't have a care in the world. That nigga's rich as fuck. Man, I'm just gonna drop off some spaghetti, kick it with the lions. <laughs> like, yeah, go home, write some raps. I wonder what it's like hanging out with Eminem. I'm sure these days is probably, probably like chill as fuck. Like. The rock and roll part, uh, that's 20 years ago. I ain't talking about that, but like, what type of dude, like, you, like, I'm a, he's a, he's always had a sense of humor, but like, I don't, what kind of sense of humor? I just don't know. He ain't around black people, so it can't be. He was there with the nine, so, you know. Kicking it with his homies, dropping off spaghetti. It's always <laughs> a tough, it's always tough when I, when we talk about him, cause like, I really like him, but, 
It's just that we there's nothing wrong with saying I don't want to hear. We was just talking about what we listen to, but there's nothing wrong with saying I don't want to hear new Eminem music. Some shit you just want to remember just for what it was. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. It's I don't want to revisit it. I don't need nothing new to 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 you know to to get my interest sparked. Like I was there. I was there during that time frame. I saw how magnanimous like that whole shit was. I don't. I don't need to no more. I'm cool. You know what's interesting, dog? Uh, people reference the old days, 90s, <laughs> as if we wasn't there, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, y'all know I was there, right? I, I lived through it. Uh, years ago, there was a, when Mob James first came on the scene. When who? On Mob James. Okay. On Vlad interviews and stuff. This so this I made a comment on a YouTube video. This was like four years ago, and somebody randomly started commenting on the video today. Comment on my comment today, and I was off work today, so you know <laughs> I had. Of course, time. you had it. But he had said something like, "Yo, we extorted, we was we extorted Shug for like fifteen hundred dollars," and I was like. You don't extort a nigga for fifteen hundred. That's not a like not that's like not extortion. <laughs> that's not, it's that's not like, like he gave he, you. He dropped it somewhere and y'all just didn't tap him on the shoulder. It was it's like, hey, like he gave you fifteen hundred dollars for all the shit that you did. But anywho, but a nigga gonna come in the comments and like, man, that was back nigga back in the day. That was long. That was in the nineties, dog. Fifteen hundred was like twenty thousand. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was still fifteen hundred. Hey, it I was wasn't like, twenty thousand. I say, nigga, what? <laughs> It was a twenty thousand. I wish I swear to God, I wish I could leave a voice note on that fucking I'm like It's like twenty thousand. I'm like, clearly you wasn't around in. But my nigga, I, I, I lived through the nineties. You can't tell me fifty nigga, fifteen hundred ain't been two thousand dollars twenty thousand dollars since the sixteen hundreds. Like I don't <laughs> like what? Like so this is the epiphany that I've been having. These kids stupid. So did you see you seen that video where the, the kid found out about like a home phone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they've never I, I kind of live shit like that. They've never seen this stuff. And but like we was out we was around. And I'm I'm saying like as if it was so long ago. Jay, it was just the nineties, my Jay, Jay. I got this autograph killer mic record at the crib. And one day my daughter had picked it up and she was like, Oh, this is cool. How many songs are on this? And like it was, it's a double album, but it's just vinyl. I'm like, shit, it might be twelve songs between the two vinyls. And she was like, twelve. And then she was like, but my iPhone is much small. I said, you don't, you don't understand. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you don't, you don't understand. You don't understand. These were made specifically just to hold. Like this is limited. You know, this is special. Side note: <laughs> Do you know how a record works? Because yeah. that shit is like amazing. I think about I, this, like, because I don't have the answer. Like, I'm I can figure it out the whole nine yards, but, but like, like the process. The the think about like, so we was in the studio, we recorded all this audio, it went somewhere, and then we made a a, a little needle rope rip goes over plastic a certain way, and it recreates what we literally just said. Yeah, I don't understand it. Who thought of that shit? Who was like? I know what I can do. I can take a needle in plastic and recreate this. Like what? People are amazing. People are amazing. But she she was just she couldn't understand the correlation that like her iPhone was much smaller than this piece of vinyl and held thousands of songs and this this bullshit only hold maybe twelve songs. Which is the reason 
why we never let the youth lead anything. Like, n- never in the history of anything it was it a good idea to let the least experienced person <laughs> run the whole thing. Because it's you not need experience. Because you need experience to know what the fuck to do yo, when some the, shit fucks up. No, you got, let the youth. No. Now, you don't got to be uh, Biden age, okay? <laughs> you don't got to be 96 or some shit. But you need to live. Like, you, need, you need to have hands-on experience fucking something up. You got to because you just never know what you're going to do in this situation Man. until it get fucked up and it's just you to deal with that shit. So it was three things that made me realize that like, I guess I'm being one of these niggas, but like y'all wasn't outside and it's clearly you can tell. So that telephone thing with the kids was like, they was <laughs> tapping it like, it wrong, it wrong. They're like, how does she, it work? She was like, hold it to you, hold it to <laughs> your like, ear. like, what do I do now? Hold it to your ear. Do, you, do y'all not even know the iPhones is supposed to be held to your ear now? Everything's AirPods and shit, right? Okay, cool. It was that. It was the comment about, yo, that was so long ago. Back in the day, $1,500. That's like, like 20000 20. No, the fuck it wasn't. Shut the fuck up. And this the one. These now, kids don't you, know shit. You've heard the conversation about Aries Spears and Tiffany Haddish? Yeah. Have you seen these videos by chance? No, I haven't. I hear they I hear they a little disturbing. Yeah, they really they quite disturbing to be perfectly honest. Okay. They quite disturbing. Um a fourteen year old girl and a seven year old boy at the time. Quite disturbing. Okay. I've only seen one of the two. The Tiffany Haddish one. Allegedly she teaching a fourteen year old how to suck dick on a subway sandwich. Um fucking wild. Then a nigga on the internet comments like, but y'all gotta be, y'all gotta think, man, this was back in the day. This, it, that's how it was. I said, nigga, this was 2013. I was, I was, I lived through 2013. <laughs> it was, when has it ever been okay for you to take a, 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 a small child and put them in a, in a pedophile parody video? Like, when was we doing that in 2013? Cause I was outside in 2013. It was nine years ago. Like it had y'all distort time distortion field. Like what's going on? So when, when my, like I just I need for all of us to come with a general consensus of what would you mean when you say back in the day? <laughs> I need a general fucking like this 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 it this is the true measurement. That shit got to be like thirty years or better. But look, I don't want to hear back in the day about some shit ain't even ten years old. When somebody say back in the day, you got to ask them how old they are. Say you twenty five. Well, back in your day is half your life. That's 12 and a half, 13 years. My nigga, that's not back in the day. I really don't want to hear shit from nobody that, that wasn't born before 96. Yo, that's like my cutoff. Was you alive when Pac was alive? No. Cause if you wasn't, then what we, we don't come from the same era. We do not understand or look at life the same way. Nigga, if you was finger painting when Pac was alive, I don't want to hear shit you got to say. I don't want to hear it. Cause we don't know, we don't know the same shit. And I'm cool with us not knowing the same shit, but you can't act like you know my shit. Like when slightly related, slightly unrelated, but when we talk about basketball, we'll talk about LeBron, we'll talk about Jordan, we'll talk about insert, insert, insert. Well, I seen them all play. I, I wasn't 90 years old. Nigga and I had, wasn't 10 years old. Nigga, I had basketball cards, upper decks. <laughs> but like, if I've seen both, 
I have a, I can just I can decide, yo, when I looked at them, I think this one was this. You didn't see both. I watched the I watched damn near the entirety of Michael Jordan's career. The 93 finals NBA on NBC, like I lived that, like I watched that shit. Like my I, we've seen Kobe Bryant entire career. Allen Iverson, all these people who play basketball McGrady, in the last LeBron, years, 30 years, some shit, but like T-Mac, D-Wade, Tim Duncan. So this got me to thinking. All this history shit probably kept. We wasn't outside. And we let somebody else tell it to us. All the civil rights heroes and shit. Y'all niggas could have just been a nigga in the next door and a nigga in the picture. I don't know that you was marching with Dr. King. Fam, it was a photo op. You was in the picture. It was Instagram. It just tra- It just didn't travel as far. Now, I went and down when I was a, after Mike Brown got killed. I was really impacted by that one. I was down at the protest the whole nine yards. And it was a whole bunch of people down there. Some was down there protesting. Some people was down there because that's where everybody else was at. It was girls 20 down years there. from now, it would be a picture of you floating out here. And you'd be able to say, like, activist Jason Johnson. I've seen people from that event who were in pictures use that as a platform to jump into other things. Insert pastor here. Oh, this was the guy who was a... I, that's just a nigga that was on site for five minutes. Now you talking about yourself as if like you're a freedom fighter. I seen y'all got freedom fighter in y'all in y'all bios on Twitter. What is you? What what you free as fuck right now? Yeah. I know we want to argue that we not, but tell me something that you can't do right now. Do what the fuck I want at any given time. That don't mean that there are other people that don't like you because you black or because you small, because you tall, because you fat, because you light skin, because you dark skin, because you a male, because you a female. That's always going to be there. You can't you can't get the hate out of people's hearts. But in real life, you don't think you free? Like black people in this country, we don't think we free? Cuz I used to have this opinion. Listen, I tell you I tell you this is his short stories. Me, D-Rick and Chuck when I first met the Chuck, probably about two years ago, D. Rick brought him in here. D. Rick knew Chuck is who Chuck is, right? right. That's one of his best friends. That's his best friend, right? Okay. He it's an like, interesting combination. He cast tech. You feel me? I get it. Look, he like, man, I got a nigga. He this, he that, he this. He came in here, and we ain't agree on nothing, nigga. I'm talking about we would have, we'd be in this motherfucker arguing for a long at me. D-Rick and Chuck arguing with both them niggas. Both them two against me. And they would ask me once. It's way, it's way too loud in here. <laughs> way you know too it fucking is. loud. You know it here. is. And he asked me one simple. He was like, Jay, tell me one thing that you couldn't do because you was black or that the white man stopped you. And boy, I tried to come with a whole bunch of shit. And I was like, you know, I really don't got nothing. I really could not point to anything. That I wanted to do, like that the proverbial white man held you down from doing. I could not. Now, this that doesn't mean that my experience is absolute for every single I get person. It. I because get it. there could be a situation where there was a person that that blocked the blessing for you or stopped this, or you know what I'm saying. But what I what I I was having a conversation this week about the I connected. I called that shit the placebo effect. You know what the placebo effect is. Like, so when they were doing medical trials, they do blind medical trials. 
Right. So half the people get the drug, the other half do not get, get the, the sugar pills. Correct. And, the, and no one knows which one they have. And sometimes to people with the sugar pills, fix their ailment because they think they got the real drug, which is some amazing shit. Because I didn't give you nothing but a sugar pill, but the the very serious health thing that you had, your brain just fixed. positive thinking that this pill is helping you was enough to cure you. So mind over matter, all that matters is the mind. Absolutely. So if you think that you are not sick, you ain't sick no more. All right, cool. Well, what if a nigga told you that you was inferior from the very beginning of your life? Every day. Every day. And it was reinforced through social media, through social interactions, through church, through everything that you see is you inferior. And you look through everything in the lens of, yo, this is because I'm black. This happened because this or this happened because I'm an I'm a part. Forget black. I'm just not a victim and I'm just not a minority. Right. You feel me? But if you think like mind over matter, all that matters is the mind. You going to feel that way. And it's true to you. That placebo is a that motherfucking pill is. Yeah. Just the whole experiment itself. Yeah. Because we can easily be influenced by shit. But you're right though. I can't. I, I was sitting here trying to think of like, what has the white man held so me then back you'd be from? Like, then you'd be like, all right, I don't know. I went. I went up for a job, and it was me, another person, other person was white, and they got the job. What if that motherfucker was better than you? What if that nigga interview was better than yours? Yeah, people don't think about shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if his had a his personality? Your pay on paper. Listen, we hire. I hire people all the time. Some people look great on paper and the personality other check this out. I don't know if I said this or told you this, but when I went back to this gig I work at now, um, I did the interview, right? Now I was interviewed by my manager and the market manager who do the whole area. Okay. Later on she told me that we had already decided who he was hiring and it wasn't you. We was doing the interview as a formality. We already knew who we was hiring, blah, blah, blah. We went through and it was going to be somebody internal. I go through an interview, change their fucking mind and had to go and they had to go have a conversation with all the people and said, we're not hiring you no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if the decision is made before you get there and you think that they got it because such and such and such decision be made before all the time. Backhand, backdoor decisions about shit. That, that's just how business works. Or the other person who didn't get it, who kind of knew they was going to get it. Well, oh, this shit's sexist. Or this shit racist. They, oh, this is some affirmative action shit. Oh, they got it because I know, he black. Because I know I interview better. I know I have better qualifications. Yeah. And here your black ass come. You know what I'm saying? You literally just, you don't have all the information. You don't know. And I'm pre- and apparently it was somebody who was upset that I got the position. I'm sure. I'm sorry that my interview was fired. I'm sorry I know what the fuck I'm talking about and I know how to express that and do it with a little bit of humor, a little bit of seriousness. Like I'm sorry that I had at that particular time for this particular thing, I had the correct package. I'm just a firm believer that when some shit is for you, it's just for you. There's nothing you can do to stop it. Nothing, you, nothing nobody else can do to stop that shit. Yeah. It was my time. It was for me. It's just not for you today. You'll have your, like, what's going to be for you is going to be for you, too. Yeah. But not this one, bitch. Mm-mm. 
You can have another I quit. Sorry. <laughs> um, Sorry. Yeah, man. I'm trying to think. So, oh, <laughs> shout out to my ex-wife. She got married this week. Straight up. Yeah, that's some surprise. Congratulations. Damn, yeah, there you button. go. There you go. <laughs> wrong button and shit. My bad. Uh, where the fuck is it? Here we go. Yeah. Oh, like during the week? It was like around the holiday. She was having some white party at the <laughs> crib. Ah. Yeah, and the white party ended up being like a surprise wedding. So Was she, it a surprise to her? Yeah, she did, she had no clue. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, she had no clue. Oh, I mean, they've been engaged. So I mean, yo, you got to be a bold motherfucker to have somebody to give somebody a surprise wedding. Yeah, they did though. I heard that like I've never seen it on the man's side. I've seen a woman give a surprise wedding because the nigga wasn't gonna never say yes, so he wasn't gonna never do it. I've never seen it the other way. Yeah, he surprised her. Yo, that's interesting. Can't see she come on the show. I want to talk about this. I want to talk. She probably would. (laughs) I I pissed her off this week, so she probably come. Tell her it'll be a solo. She come on and drag. (laughs) I want to. He won't be on. He'll be in the next room. Shout out to them for congratulations. Yeah, man. I thought that was that's fun. Fun. Funny, I don't know. I mean, that's pretty. That's good pretty for them. Funny. I ain't good for them. No hate. Who who officiated it? He could my brother it. and my sister in law. <laughs> <laughs> They're pastors. Yeah. They officiated it. She could hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Give it a family rate. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do a wedding together. Like you officiate no. and I DJ the wedding. You can't DJ. Come on. Why Why can't I? <laughs> I've never seen you DJ. I, I'm not talking about like spinning records. Like I'm not being Kid Capri. I just MC want to right. MC the wedding. Oh. I don't know. I'm going to turn that bitch up a notch. I've never seen you MC anything either. I MC one thing. You weren't. It was a solo book in a few years back. This is a solo booking. Yeah, how did it turn out? I didn't hear anything about it. <laughs> it's a real weird setup, a really weird day, but I emceed it. But I, I'm, you know, booking info in the bio. Oh, shit, bookshop talk podcast for your next event. We can turn that bitch up. Yeah, we would. You know what I'm saying? I, I officiate, Dame MC, and we'll do a show. You have more people at your wedding. <laughs> and, you know, we'll split the door with you. So that'll be your wedding gift. What if, what if somebody did let us MC their wedding? Why wouldn't? I mean, if you're going to let Sada hoop, then come in and perform, why not? That was... I mean, how often is Sada Baby outside how often hooping? Is I, how often am I at your wedding? Once in event. a lifetime. Yeah, making it an event. G. You feel me? Uh, All right, man. We got... What's going on this week, man? You sent me something. Uh, let's talk about this. Michigan is about to... Something going on a ballot. Uh yeah, hold on. Let me pull that shit up because we suppose bees. So voters will decide whether abortion should be legal in Michigan this November. Didn't you say? I have to admit on air, shit, you were right about you. You said like it's it's gonna break down to the state level. You I mean, it's it's a, that's the point. I'm saying it's the, like this is the process. Like, this is the absolute process. So everybody who was mad, right? I can't believe the the the, the Supreme Court is about to have women shoving hangers in the vagina and all that. It's like, well, y'all jumping out the window. You said that, too, by the way. <laughs> Did I say that? <laughs> yes, on air. <laughs> I was looking at you when you said it. I'm like, oh, my God, Jason. Yeah, he's like, yo, people go do anything not to have a baby and all the other shit. Like, all you got to do. I said that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> got to go back and re-listen to that. All you gotta oh my do is, God. All you got to do is go vote. Like, in your state, 
if you want the, the, the right to have an abortion, vote for that shit. That's it's that simple. Now, this is democracy. Because the Supreme Court not supposed to dictate the rules for everybody else. The people dictate the rules. Yeah. Now we live in a democracy. Now what happens if your state turn that shit down? Who do you turn to now? Do you say, I don't want to live in democracy no more? And you just gonna it's gonna be whatever I like is how is the rules. And if it's not what I like, then y'all the bad guy? Who y'all think y'all is? Biden? What do you, what do you do? You see that his speech last week? Nah, man. I don't, I don't. Like, was it on TV? It was. I'll be catching like a lot of he said Joe Biden speeches. Think about every um, bad guy, supervillain speech you've ever seen on a television movie, or even Hitler. Okay. Like, think about a dark, dim stage, a red background, and somebody. Um, a white light highlighting you from the front that looked real ominous and then like Marines on stage behind them. It looked like V for Vendetta. Um, or when the Red Skull be talking, like, I, I'm not bullshitting. Was this interview at night or was this speech at night? Yeah. Matter of fact, it's the, it's the art. I put our faces on, uh, for on one of the videos I uploaded last week on YouTube. Okay. I got like the optics of this is fucking crazy because nothing, none of this is by design. I mean, none of it's like by happenstance. Yeah. But he basically was like, yo, if you're not with me, then you're an enemy of the state. <laughs> like, so. Assert dominance, nigga. You don't want to smoke with Joe. Smoking Joe Biden. You don't want no, you don't want no problems. We're going to be smoking on Joe Biden packs soon. <laughs> no problems with Joe. <laughs> okay. We're going to be smoking on Joe Biden packs, smoking on a Queen Elizabeth packs. All that. Queen dead. Now, I said this four months ago. No, you did not. That she was dead. Listen. I I said four months ago that she was dead. This conversation that's been going on in the group Bitch been dead. She been dead. Dame. She been in the refrigerator. Gets all of his... his news source. Don't, don't go, don't go discredit me. Don't go discredit me. Wait, I'm just saying. I have to sue you, like name tag. Yo, Dame gets his media and, and news sources from Jason Lee of Hollywood <laughs> Unlocked. That's who. That's who. That's his trusted source. I got one article from Jason Lee. And hey, you stood on that for four months. She dead now, ain't she? He reported four months ago that the Queen Elizabeth died, and Dave was like, "See, this is real. This is real." I'm like, "My nigga, it's Hollywood unlocked. Like, it's maybe that's Jason Lee is who you go to for your information, or maybe she been dead. It ain't like you be seeing like the bitch out and about. Why she gotta be the bitch? It ain't like you see the Queen out and about and doing shit like she fucking ninety six. She's a she's well, geriatric." Nigga, just like two days, like day before yesterday, he was at the White House unveiling his portrait, him and Michelle. Was it real or was it a deep fake? <laughs> it was. Mm. I'm pretty certain it was Obama. You sure? Yeah. I'll deep put, fakes is really good. It's probably Obama. He was flirting with his wife, talking to the press like he wasn't like in a room by himself. These are other people around. You know what a deep fake is? Am yes, I, I do. Oh. Yes, you showed me the video. Man, hey, my nigga. It's Obama, man. He ain't doing shit else. All right. What Barry doing on a Thursday? Shit. All right, me and Michelle will swing by about 3 o'clock. Look at these pictures. Maybe grab some dinner while we out on the town. Shout out to them, man. They both got, don't they both got books popping out here? I'm sure they both do. Mm. 
Did he have a podcast that he was supposed to start? I think both of them had like a podcast. Yeah. Hey man, get off the podcast space, my nigga. I'd like to. No, I wouldn't. No, I, wouldn't. no I wouldn't. You ain't never listened to <laughs> a presidential speech. That's, that's you know, like, you're not listening no, to no I wouldn't. President I Obama podcast. I want to hear what Barack or Michelle Obama got to say. Because you ain't going to be for real. <laughs> like, whatever they say, not going to be it. Like, they're not, they not like regular black people no more. People. Not regular people no more. Yeah. Do you think Obama. So, this is one thing I always wondered. You know, like, he a pretty, he's a celebrity. You think that nigga carry money? No. I don't even. While he was president, I don't even think they can carry money. I'm sure they can't carry cards. But like. Nope. Like I remember. I remember vaguely remember something about. There was like a. He was in like Philly. He went to like a coffee shop or one of them. One of these little neighborhood stores. And like he was even talking about like he. I can't care. I can't. I couldn't give anybody money. I don't know what it is, but the president can't pay you money to do it. Like, I don't think they can carry money. So, so I just be wondering, like, I mean, now you're, you're, you know, quote unquote, private citizen. Show he got a couple of dollars. But like, what, what if you the? <laughs> as a matter of fact, it probably would be he probably prefer to pay cash because like. Swiping your car, that may be like a, they'll probably try to get you, hack your shit or something. Or, or do you just go places and like just wave your hand and like. I mean, who? It's done. For sure. Like if he came in here and booked some time, my G, you got to book the time. <laughs> you feel me? Or can you. He tapped the table twice and the balance get paid. I don't know, but like <laughs> you call somebody, you know what I'm saying? Get us a, a, a influx of cash somewhere. But I just wonder, like, what would be the purpose of him carrying like a bankroll on him? Cause whatever he want, like I can, I'm sure I can make a call to a lackey and the shit'll be here in about five minutes. A lackey? Yeah. No, niggas gotta get paid, my G. We not doing that shit just because you the president. Interns. Oh, little Obamans. What they gonna? What they gonna steal? <laughs> like how they gonna, they gonna use their own money? Yo, this this for the president. <laughs> I know this. He I know this might sound. No look, I know this might sound crazy. But, pre- but former president Barack Obama sent me in here to pick up a chai tea and two glazed donuts. It'd okay, fourteen fifty, my nigga. It doesn't work it's the like American that. way. Doesn't work like that. I said this to former president. I understand that he don't got no debt. He can give me my stuff. So be, like funny. I, funny part to the story I forgot to mention: he doesn't really carry cash. Well, <laughs> I'm sure he has a debit card. <laughs> I just don't know how you explain that shit to somebody people. Somebody better, somebody better get this to the the expense <laughs> to the White House or to wherever you live at now. Where you live at? Chicago? Uh, who, knows? who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> In the back cave? I don't know. Who knows? It ain't like you gonna see Obama out and about at breakfast or some shit. You could maybe run him to him at Yoke, <laughs> Chicago. Oh <laughs> no! Like what do what do you do after you the president? Kick it. Me personally, I would relax. But you know that every day he get a he get a, a briefing. Like once you the you keep your top security clearance. And every single day, you still get briefed. Every president. So Carter, Jimmy Carter out here is still getting in a, in a daily briefing. I'm like, yo, just leave me the fuck alone. I don't want to know. And they have secret service with them for life. Now, they stopped that a few years ago. No. Or they had stopped it a few years ago. No, a few years ago, they allowed you personally to request it to be stopped. Because George okay. W. Bush 
Junior got his details stopped. And once you get it stopped, you can't turn it back on. It used to be just mandatory, but they allowed people to like turn that shit off. And George W. was like, yo, nah. I'm Teflon. I ain't worried about niggas. Yeah. But to right now, he still got a presidential detail. Jimmy Carter, too. George, well, George W., he turned his off. He in Texas. You feel me? He good. <laughs> I, I ain't worried. He ain't worried. <laughs> On my home turf, I ain't worried. And I keep the blicky down here. All that to say, what you think going to happen when that get on the ballot? Because I see all, like, at this point, like, every woman should turn out to vote, right? They should, but when they get on the ballot, niggas do not show up at the polls. They just don't. Uh, and it's a, it's a good chance shit could, be, shit could get shot the fuck down. I think and it's going to stay in Michigan. I think it will stay, but, like. But what if it don't? Like who would you like? Who would like? So listen, in real life, blame your fucking self for not getting out to the polls. That's all you can do. Like that's that's legit. All you can do is blame your fucking self because you did this, or you did not do this. Like you didn't do what the fuck you were supposed to do. Blame yourself. Or a large majority of the people that live in your state has a different opinion than you. And like, if we are, if we cool with democracy and majority rules, like, are you okay with taking an L on that? You don't always get your way. And that's that's just how voting works. When we vote again? November? November. Boy, I'm voting like a motherfucker in November. November. Uh, Michigan is a Michigan is a it's got a lot of red on it. I'm voting for everything that got something to do with the Second Amendment. I'm voting on everything. But I'm pro Second Amendment. Because they is really trying a whole bunch of evil shit this go around. Yeah, man. And I'm not for it. I'm not for it. I'm not for it. And I don't care. We got to do some shows leading up to the election, like some political centered shows, yeah, especially here in Michigan. Because I'm fairly sure that um, y'all may not be aware of all the stuff that's happening. You know what yeah. I mean? And a lot of things and what it means. Like, so for an example, there's a very misleading um, thing that's that uh, the ambulance chaser, uh, Ben Crump uh, posted today. Uh, let me go to it. Who sent me this? Now, he this says slavery is on the ballot in five states this November. Yes, you read that correctly. The 13th Amendment to U.S. Constitution, which ended slavery when it was ratified in 1865 states, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States or any other subject to their jurisdiction. Now the exception highlighted in the 13th amendment created a loophole allowing for involuntary servitude in those prisons on November 8th voters in Alabama, Louisiana, Oregon, Tennessee, and Vermont will decide whether to remove the punishment and exception for involuntary servitude from their state constitutions. When you hear that, what do you, what do you, what do you, what's the just that? What do you, what do you think about, what, is, what do you think that means? Uh, the, the headline sounds very misleading that, you know, slavery itself is coming back or on the ballot. On, on the ballot. <laughs> it's, it's to get people who don't read in, in a fucking tizzy. That's all. It's to get people who don't want to do the research, don't want to understand what's going on in a motherfucking tizzy. Involuntary servitude as a punishment is slavery. Right. 
So if that gets voted down, are you trying to tell me niggas not going to prison no more? Because don't ain't nobody in there voluntarily. Or are you saying that when you're in prison, we can't give you a job? Or maybe they do they have to pay them like minimum wage or something to do what with nigga you in prison? I'm saying like I, when you ha- when you have a job in prison, yeah, they get paid really really low wage. Yeah, for sure, thirty cent a day, some shit like that. All right, well now we you get seven fifteen an hour the federal minimum wage or some shit. Now that's not now. That's, so is the so what's the fight for? You know what I'm saying? The fight is for. Higher wages for prisoners while they in prison. Is that the fight? I don't know. I got to That's that's one of them things I just got to sit with and do a little bit more research with because I don't I don't quite have a full Could understanding it, on it. Because it's not like people in there getting whipped with hit with whips and chains. I mean, we don't know. No, we know. Niggas could be in prison getting their ass beat. You, I see enough cell phone footage from prisons every day. I know. <laughs> like, we got people. Seeing enough freestyle videos. You feel me? Like, niggas is through their cell phones on a JPEG doing FaceTimes. Like, we know what's going on. It's not like a, it's not a secret what's going on in prisons. Right. So, what exactly are they, are, do we just want the wording removed and it make you feel better? You know, but but a lot of those bills and laws be superficial shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like they they layer it with a lot of extra bullshit. Because if I live, if I'm a prisoner in one of these states, and y'all take that provision out of the state constitution, I'm going to court immediately and asking for me to be released. This is this is involuntary servitude. I don't want to be here. I'm out this bitch. So do you now not have a a system where you can place people inside of a prison? Cause it's involuntary. None of this prison shit is voluntary. Or maybe they changed the wording on that law. Now uh, let's Google the word servitude just so we uh, so we on the same page. The state of being a slave or completely subject to someone more powerful. Well, nigga, when you go to prison, you are a possess- You are a ward of the state. The state owns you for your prison sentence. So are you telling me? That if that goes so, away, so that'll probably be what would change. They'll just change the language, and you know what a so what a prisoner is, is. So why is this pusher of racial inequality, Benjamin Crump? Why is he posting this shit as if we are voting against actual slavery? Because this don't there's, got nothing to do with something, slavery. There's something else layered in there that we just got to do more. We just got to do more research. No, I think I understand very clearly. This all he do for a living. Only time you hear from this nigga, I'm sorry. Only time you hear from this man is when somebody black needs to get paid for what somebody white did. And he take his cut and he move on to the next case. And he he lose every single time and then we move on. He's still gonna send you an invoice, win, lose, or draw. He getting paid off of all the all the major names he attached to him. He get a check off of all of them and don't nothing ever change. What do you call him? He's a civil rights attorney. Okay, like that's his official title. Yeah. Okay. How you? He's a civil rights attorney, and he sued people for violating civil rights. Well, he sues police departments, and he represents the family, and basically he represents the family. Um, in my opinion. Uh, try to negotiate a settlement. He take his cut off the settlement and move on to the next family. Move on to the next situation. 
I mean, that's not a bad hustle. Not a bad hustle, I suppose. Not a bad hustle. But like, come on. These million dollars, these be millions slavery. of dollar settlements. My nigga, if prison is slavery, we need slavery. Some niggas just don't need to be on the streets. In real life. Some niggas don't need to be on the streets. And I'm cool with them being locked away in a jail. Man, I seen a, a video where it was four um, assailants breaking into somebody's house. They're here in the city. Um, and they ran up and knocked the camera down or whatever. And they ran up in somebody's crib and burgled, burglarized their home. And I was just thinking, like, you know, Biden be like, and other people like, why would anybody need an AR-15? To kill all four of them niggas. Because four people breaking in your fucking house. That little six shoot, and because you know they trying to currently right now they're trying to pass a law where they ban quote unquote high capacity magazine, so anything more than ten rounds. So you explain to me that if four people into your home, young lady, you are gonna hit all four with your ten rounds? Oh, you out here like Jason Bourne? <laughs> oh, you cold. cold with it? That's not the movies. Or maybe they're just gonna hope that them ten rounds scare the niggas off. Mm-mm. I'm gonna shoot back. If I'm a robber, because I mean, what I got to lose at this point, I'm going to either die or go to prison. That's that's very brazen of you. Most niggas is going to try to escape. You're going to try to escape. You're going to try to preserve your life at the end of the day. I hope so. But the tales that we've been seeing on crime and a D, these people is breaking in people's houses and shooting people. So it's crazy. Stealing that cars you, and shooting niggas. Crazy that you breaking into my shit and treat me like I'm the bad guy. Like new videos that be out, one person breaking the other car, the other one got the gun at the front door. Yeah. Like you don't kill me for checking on my shit. I might not even stop you. I might just be like, hey, get on out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you just gonna so you're gonna shoot get me. shot. <laughs> like, golly. Please don't disturb us while we're working, sir. We're trying to steal your key in peace. Ugh, man. <laughs> we trying to throw this USB in this key and be the fuck out. Yeah, that's crazy. So listen, man, I got a bit of a uh it's on the way here. Uh, I was listening on the radio. Radio was like, yo, DPD is hiring. Have you ever thought about a uh, career in law enforcement? Start out at 42,000 an hour. I mean, 42,000 a year, whole nine yards. Apparently, people is quitting the Detroit Police Department like every day. Like, they out of here. <laughs> Some retiring, okay. others going into neighboring things. They just getting tired of it. Right. Right. It's not I'm like sure we, it's a stressful fucking job. Yeah, it's not like we got like a ton of police anyway. Right. The staff was getting up. Now we got a bunch of younger folks because everybody was like, yo, I'm not dealing with this shit. These niggas is crazy. Mm-hmm. So they're moving out. Now, we kind of talked about this a couple of weeks ago off camera, and I meant to bring it up on the pod, but I do want to bring it up on the pod. Two things. I think... It should be, I think if you're a fat police officer, you got to get the fuck off the force. I don't think you should be out of shape when you're a police officer. You got to fucking go. I don't think you should be a fat fired part, the fired the firefighter. I think if you're not healthy, if you can't do certain things, you got to go. I understand. Or maybe you shouldn't be in the field. Yeah, that's a fact. Maybe you shouldn't be in the field. However, I understand how harsh it is. But when shit hit the fan, I don't need your fat ass trying to catch the assailant. I, I need somebody who's physically fit. You can't be fat as fuck in the army. No. And they, in the army, they make you do a conditioning test every year. Yeah. My homeboy is in the Navy. 
He's been in the Navy for about a decade. Every year, he yo, does his physical. Yo, I be seeing some some very, very out of shape police officers. Yeah. Not just in in Detroit. I'm talking about the all metro over. Area, all over. This that's not that should not be a thing. Yo, you the one are you are tasked with protecting people's lives. You don't you don't get the opportunity to be out of shape. Maybe saying fat or whatever that's too harsh. You don't get the opportunity no, we, to be we, out of we shape. Need to, we need to stop like moving away from shit that's too harsh and just call it what the fuck it is. You can't be no fat-ass police officer and think you're going to chase down a young nigga with a, with a handful of perks. Guess what else? He's not going to jail. Guess what else you can't be? You can't be no tiny-ass police officer. Because I will man, you would get manhandled. Now, we had a conversation, right? <laughs> yeah. I be seeing some young... Some num- some young ladies out there, small frame young ladies. Now, I'm not saying that if you a woman, you can't fight and you can't handle yourself out there because we know that's not the case. But, but nine so- times out of ten, you're going to get manhandled. I'm going to beat your ass. You're going to get manhandled. And I don't need you coming for protection. If I call the police, I'm going to call the police. Right. Right. I'm still going to protect. I'm going gra- to call the police, leave that bitch off the hook, and then I'm going to defend myself, too. But the help that I call, it needs to be help. capable help. Capable help. You do not get the police. Don't do no fucking training. You don't got no marksman training. Y'all, don't, y'all don't. That, once you out of that little that weak ass six week whatever. Once you get qualified, maybe you got to qualify and shooting some shit. It's but, probably like twelve. I think the academy is like twelve weeks. I'm saying that's not a lot to be putting a, a officer out on the streets. And I think I think twenty percent of the 20% of the year, your police officer should be in training. Rotate that. You should be in training at least 20% of the year, dog. Training for what, though? Training for your regular everyday job. You don't just, all right, I'm out of training, I'm on the job, and that's just it. No, this is a continual thing. I'm sure there's continuous training. Are you sure? Training like what? Train that what what you so like at, at the jobs we used to work at. Yo, it's a training come down. He go do do this module. Watch the then, video, watch the video and answer these four questions. Yeah, and I'm talking about like tap not whether it's tactical, whether it's putting somebody in cuffs, whatever. Like that should be a thing that you do continuously. Yeah, not like learning new techniques. Yeah, and perfecting the old techniques the correct way, right? It makes sense. Like how do you how do you handle? Uh, a drunk man coming out the bar. Like they should make them go to the range a couple times a month. Yeah. Mandatory range time. Yeah. Mandatory. Um, grab your gun or your, your pepper spray training. You only got one or two times to fuck up, sir. And I'm not passing you because you grabbed your gun and it was supposed to be the taser and now a nigga dead. Yeah. That, that needs to be something that you do for muscle memory. Yeah. I feel you. Not just physical training. But when you but when you start to say you can't be fat or small, like now you're running into issues with like sexism. Is it? Yes. How? What's the what's the so for an example? Mo- that's why the typical woman is small. She's it, a small a, of a smaller frame than a man. So what did that mean to me? I'm a I'm a manhandle you then. If you can't do the job, you can't do the job. But we still need female police officers. Says. I'm not denying that we do, that we I'm not saying we don't but what's your reason why we need police female police officers why we need female police officers what's the reason sometimes you may maybe it's a a, a sexual situation and 
you might need a female there to assess the scene first or to what, so you got unqualified people assessing scene nah explain to me what why, why your gender matters when you're a police officer maybe you can connect better with another woman because you're a woman you're gonna connect with a person because they're a woman maybe that's just a theory Women understand other women. What's a woman? Don't do that. No, we got to do it. Because what if I'm what if I'm a physically a man? And I say I identify as a woman. Are you not going to send me into the field? Because now that's discrimination. But now you discriminating against me. I just told you I was a woman. I identify. I always felt like a woman. I know I look like a man. So now you're going to tell me, well, yo, I got to send a real woman in there. Because now we playing. Now we in this little now, double get, jeopardy thing. We are. I don't think you can just sweep across the department and be like, yeah, y'all little frail women, y'all out of here. You got to pass these certain tests. Is it if so, for an example, for so like years, make height and weight a requirement. It's not necessarily height and weight. That's illegal, sir. I'm not saying it's not. It is. Explain how. Making height and weight requirements. That's illegal. Can you get on a fucking roller coaster at, when you three foot four? Is that illegal or is it for safety? That's safety, not employment. When you employed with keeping people safe. One, so, so for an example, one of the things that us in America, we, we, we hold on dear to is the fact that ain't no other company going to try us. We're the strongest military force in the world. Do you think we still the strongest military force in the world? No. And the reason I say that is because Right now, we got the, the armed lower, forces are having recruitment issues. We got recruitment issues, and they've also lowered the standards to get to be in. And they also lowered the term. It used to be four years. Now you can do up to two years. Two years, you ain't even learned how to do your fucking job yet. You haven't you haven't had enough training to be a a, a competent soldier in two years. So now we gotta they now it used to be you have to have a, at least have a high school diploma. You don't need that no more. They allow people in with neck and face tattoos. No, like it's so many different things that they, they've lowered the standard. If you're a woman, you don't have to lift as much as the men. You, you do your pushups differently. Why is it two different standards? I need a soldier who can lift 75 pounds from this place to this place. Do you need place. a soldier? Or do you need a body? I need a soldier. I need a. I think they need bodies. They well, need we, to show the strength in numbers. All right, but let's talk about what we actually need, though. I actually need a person who can do this task. I don't give a fuck if you're a woman or man. If you're a woman and you can move the the 50 pounds from this place to this place, go do your fucking shit. But if you can't, you can't have a different standard. Because when we send you on a mission and you can't do something that's going to get the rest of your team killed, but we had to appease you. So what if it's a man who can't do it? Do we allow him to go through so we don't hurt his feelings? No, or they, do he they get discharge him. They discharge you. So, like some of these jobs, I we can't afford to be nice. Like you're supposed to be protecting the country. Now we lower we lowering our standards for you to get in that bitch. And for a police officer, fam, don't send me no tiny ass person to my house. I don't give a fuck, man or woman. This little nigga gonna do. Call oh, for more backup. Because because if if all this little nigga gonna do is shoot, fuck it, I got a gun. <laughs> Have you ever seen a police officer get manhandled? Yes. Yeah, me too. 
It's a cold feeling. Cause like you supposed to be the law, nigga. You supposed to be protected. Nigga got you on the ground choking you the fuck out. You said something. You got two niggas about to get into an argument and some little ass nigga come in there talking about, all right, fellas, calm down. Mm-hmm. But if you don't get your little ass the fuck out of here, because if I see you, I'm not, I don't, you don't pose no threat to me. Yeah. I already told you when a nigga walk in the room, you look at him, you size him up. To see the threat of violence. So, some to see the reasonable threat of violence. So, I understand what this sound like, but you see a small frame, tiny woman walk in, you look over there like, I'm going to keep fighting. I would toss her around and keep fighting. Or uh, or small frail man. Like, fam, you, boy, you 18 years old. Nigga, you was in high school last year. So Get like, the fuck sh- out of here. Shit like that I do have a concern with. Now, I remember Canada at one point had a law like you had to at least have military experience to be a police officer. And I think some shit like that is smart. and Dangerous, too. Yeah, it could be. It could be. But I, I, can, see the, I can see the pros with it also. Yeah. And... One thing that that always, you know, I don't know if there's some type of ran- mandatory range time because I believe Hadira has told me like there was some type of mandatory range time, but you got to be familiar with your weapon. And I tell like female friends of mine that I that I have like don't just buy a gun and just keep the bitch in the house. Like you need to go to the range. No, you go to the, you need, you to, need to, to shoot a, that bitch. You need to go to a training class. Absolutely. Not fuck the range because the range is important. You need to go to a training class, like a physical training. There's some classes where you don't shoot the gun the whole time. You know what you do for the four hours you're there? Unholster your weapon and put it back in from different positions. Because if you can't get to that motherfucker, what good is it? Yeah, you're right. Or when you're trying to get to it, like when do you go for your gun? If you tussling with somebody, when do you go for a gun? Because if you go for it at the wrong time and I see it or a person sees it, they're going to take it from you and they're going to shoot you. When do you go for it? When When is the, the, the situation? What what situations do you avoid? When you see something going on, how do you adjust your body? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you like put your left arm up so you can guard your body and get yeah. to your Like, what do you do? Because you never going to be as great as you is on the range. Right. But I'm saying like, you need that familiarity with your That's weapon. Like you buy a new gun, you need to shoot it. You need to know what it sounds like, what it feels like. What's that recoil feel like? How quickly are you loading and unload? Like you need to go through all those motions with your gun. When you ever took a woman to the gun range for the first time? Yeah, man. Man, I went with a friend, of uh, you know, um, and she heard that gun shoot for the first time. Ain't never been back. Don't want no gun. Like it's different when you in there. Yeah, it it's, is. It's a little. It, it's different when you in there. That shit is ser- like it's like you see the seriousness of the danger of it. Just shooting that bitch one time. You hear it. You feel it. It's and it's around you. Yeah. Because you're, you know, nothing. I've never had anything crazy happy happen at the range. But literally, that danger is. Right next to you, high power rifles, yeah, twelve gauges, all different type of guns, all around you and going off. And I and I can't lie, I've been to the range before. Somebody was shooting the AR, and like nigga, the shit was surprising to me. Like the first couple rounds that let off. Like when I'm in a range, it take me a good five minutes to get adjusted. Yeah, because every time I go, I'm ducking. I'm trauma. You yeah, feel me? yeah, and it that's how I was. Like to get adjusted. Like, but you have to. But this is where you at. 
So, yeah. so what I do is I put my AirPod, my noise canceling AirPods in my ears and then I put my, my ear protection over it and it drowns it out a second and it help you get acclimated and you know, you can focus. You on can what, concentrate. You can yeah. focus on what you're focusing on. Also, if you got to use your gun at night, you pick the gun up and then, you know, some go bump in the middle of the night. Nigga, it's loud as fuck. And that, that, and you inside a closed space in a hallway, it may be even louder than it is in the range. Do you got hearing protection at the crib? Yeah. What do you grab when you hear something go bump in the night? You feel me? What's by your bedside? Is it just a gun? Is it a gun and a vest? Because if you picked up a gun, hopefully you think deadly threat, somebody could shoot you back. Absolutely. You feel me? Do you just go out looking or do you secure yourself, call the police? Like, what do you do? There's a bunch of situations that you need to be prepared for. Yeah, and you need some type of training and time with you, with yourself and with your weapon just in case because everybody can say what they would do, but, like, when it's it's not no dress rehearsal when you hear your front door get kicked. When you hear that glass break, the dress rehearsal is over with. It's time to be in action now. When I got robbed at gunpoint, you don't know it's happening until it's happening, right? Right. And while it was happening, I didn't know it was happening. I thought it was something else. But at a moment, I was like, damn. I think I didn't looked at these niggas too long. Even though I didn't see them, I just got on the ground, turned my head to this. I just figured it was over. You feel me? Like, yeah. you know what? Fuck it. Got on the ground, turned my head the other way, and just braced for impact. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that. That is not how I play situations out in my head. Yo, if this ever happened, I'm a d- 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 right. You, right. I was in a position where you I, there was no exit. It was nothing. This could be it. Yeah. Like this so, I get it. what it what you think is gonna happen. It don't always happen that way. Well, Mike say everybody got plans that they get punched in the mouth. That's a fact. <sighs> when that punch to the mouth come, that shit wake you the fuck up. You was hollering that motherfucker, bitch. Holler me now. Yeah. <laughs> like shit. that gun go off? Shit. Shit serious. Yeah. <laughs> like legit, if you've never shot your gun, you don't even know what it sounds like when it go off. Ain't even got no clue. Man, this is a different experience. You don't know how your hands get sweaty holding steel. You had to have a pull your gun out on somebody. That's a different, that's a different feeling. You know what I'm saying? Yes. What they say, seven seconds. You pull it, you got seven seconds. Seven seconds for what? Before you got to figure out what the fuck you gonna do. No. <laughs> like, yo, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting. You probably don't even have that long. I feel like if you you pull it from the holster, you you you're a killer now. Take 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 your job serious. It, it ain't no. Don't pull, you can't don't walk up on me. You can't pull a gun out to scare people. Or yeah. to, to to de-escalate a situation. If you pull that gun out, it's got to go bang. Yeah. Or don't pull it out. Yeah. Like, it's, you know. But all that to say, you know, we all can stand some training. Everybody got all these different guns. How many training classes have you been to? Because they here in Michigan and they full of white folks. Yeah. Range be, range be full of white people. And they white kids. Indoor, outdoor. And training classes in Ann Arbor and a couple of different places a little bit further out. But like rifle classes, pistol classes, and all of them ain't just about shooting. Because you got to understand what to do in, uh, in, uh, in certain Nigga, situations. You, you ever load that bitch? You know what I'm saying? You ever put 12 rounds in your clip? Or can you, can you, can you, can you load this joint? 
Yeah. Are you all right? Fine. Fuck it. You got a gun. You got one magazine, my G. What happened when them 10, 12 bullets run out? All right, I'm done, y'all. <laughs> all right, time out. <laughs> right. Time out. What happened when them 10 joints run out? Because they only want us to have 10. I got a lot more than 10. I'm done shooting, y'all. This is fun. You got an extra magazine with you? This is you fun. You keep one in the car. You keep one by the bedside. Like, you, how quick can you get to, like? I have fun, y'all. I hear this online all the time. Man, if you need more than 12 rounds, you need more than such and such, you really in some shit. Yeah, nigga, anytime. Yeah, you, you might be. Yeah, anytime you pull your gun, you really in some shit. <laughs> you might really be. <laughs> yes, you really might be in some shit. Then what? If, uh, if, if two niggas is in your house and it's just you and your gun, yeah, you in some shit. You in some shit. This gun shit ain't like, gunfights ain't like it's, on TV. Sometimes you, it's your, not, your arm is stuck around the corner, this do, do, do. Because niggas play Call of Duty all day. They play Grand Theft Auto. That's what they think guns are. That's my M16. I'd have modded on, on, <laughs> on fucking Call of Duty. This bitch shoot 37 rounds every second. Like, that's not how real life works. At all. You ever had your gun jam on you in your fucking hand? What the fuck do you do when the gun jams? Can you clear it? <laughs> yeah. Can you clear it? And if you clear it, you need another magazine to throw that bitch in there. Yes. Because so, you because you probably done lost three. You probably done lost three rounds. Listen, say all that to say you can't be out of shape as a police officer and or a military person. Not in this job. Firefighter probably fit in that description, too. One hundred percent. Because how you getting to me? You tasked with saving somebody. Now maybe you need to be strong. Maybe your big your big ass can knock down a fucking door or some shit like that. But my nigga, the wood is on fire and it's too you too heavy for it. I knew a fat firefighter. And they used to cut my hair. I knew a, like he was fat as fuck. And he <laughs> So you remember on King of the Hill, Hank's dad, Cotton, didn't have no shins. It was just, it was just knees and feet. Nigga used to be six feet. Now, so this motherfucker, he fell through three floors, shattered his and shattered his fucking shins. Had like metal rods Damn. because he was so fucking fat. Now listen, couldn't go back to work to be a firefighter. If you're a police officer, you listen to the show, and you could be on the other other side of quote unquote what we would say fat. Let's 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 saying, get fat a number, Jason. Let's get fat a number. It's different. I mean, if if you're an NFL lineman, if you just gave you the number, I'd be like, oh, he fat as hell. But that don't mean you're not, not in shape, which is why I want to say fat because you can be bigger and still run a four seven or four six or some shit like that. Not on DPD, they not. I don't. What I'm saying is, I'm not saying. That you can't meet the basic requirements to do your job. What I'm saying is, if you were in better shape, you would probably be better at that. Okay. And if you could be better at your job, one that is tasked with saving people's lives, why aren't you better at that job? You know, I could I could save lives better, but I ain't gonna do it. What? This ain't this not the nigga at the plant who could technically be better at his job, but you know what? I, they I'm only getting, pay me twenty two fifty. I'm just gonna give them this much. This is not the type of job you do for the money. You only starting off at twenty dollars an hour. Now, granted, the overtime is fucking amazing. So you probably gonna make more than a lot more than forty two thousand your yeah. first year. That double and triple time and all that shit and man, like Wayne Jenkins. Yeah, you gonna make a lot more than forty two thousand. So you know what I'm saying. But if you out of shape as a police officer, what the fuck is you doing? And why is this acceptable though? 
that's my my major concern is why is it acceptable i feel like there are certain jobs where people should be able to berate you because of your weight and guess what just because you quote unquote skinny or small it don't mean you in shape if your weak ass can't run a mile in under seven minutes maybe you this not the job for you patrolman yeah Cause seven minutes ain't no world breaking speed. That's a a regular human should be able to do that shit in seven to eight minutes. You a police officer? Can you do it under seven, please? Just cause you small, and I don't think that I don't know what kind of hand to hand combat y'all be training. Cause y'all don't. But let me rephrase that. You don't get no hand to hand combat. <laughs> and I think you probably sh- it'd be twenty percent. Twenty percent of your time should be training. It would be smart to get hand-to-hand combat working in the inner cities of Detroit. It would be smart. Because these young niggas got hand-to-hand combat. Now, I didn't see some of these younger cops beat the, some niggas the fuck up. Yeah. And not, not, I'm not praising them for doing that either. I didn't see I seen you know, allegedly that one cop socked the shit out of a woman. Yeah. Um, That's not the kind of hand-to-hand combat. But, but I feel like you should. Look, man, if you ain't I'm never go get the Detroit dust, nigga, learn if, some of them. Tw- <laughs> if you ain't never been hit in the face, you don't know what it's like to get hit in the fucking face. Now, Nick, as as men, we start fighting real early. You know, you and Dwayne probably been wrestling and tussling your whole fucking life. Thanks. That's probably your first, you know, first fight. You know that that's your it's a built in sparring partner. But until you get fucking hit in the face hard. Taste your own blood. Taste, first time I got taste it, feel your jaw move. Like first time I got punched in the brace. I had braces. I got punched right in the mouth and shit. Had some braces on the shit. A little, little blood because that lip. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But you need that, and it was all downhill for them after that. But like, you, you gotta get punched in the face, money. You not. You gotta know what it feel like. You gotta know what it feel like. Cause you be like, you talk like a nigga who ain't never been punched in the face. And you can tell them niggas when they talk. You ain't never tasted your own blood. And guess what? Uh, granted, again, I don't got no children, okay? <laughs> but, like, when we growing up, it used to be a thing where I know you better not touch me. My mama said, somebody touched me, I can fight them back. And you was waiting for somebody to, somebody you, touch you. you. You was waiting to flex. Yeah, but guess what? I'm never giving my son or daughter that advice. Do not wait for no nigga to hit you first. That may be the last hit. Why would you, why would you sit there and wait for a nigga to hit you? If you feel that it's about to go down, or there is some imminent danger to you. You better strike first. Yes, we play. On, we that's on typically how you win fights by hitting first. I am not about to wait to get punched in the face. I'm gonna do the punching up front. Yeah, like do not wait to get hit because you may not ever recover. Mm-mm. Never get a chance to. We on strong offense. I'm fine with that. Strong I'm fine. I've offense. never really had to have that talk with my kids. You know, I know my middle son fight a lot or used to fight a lot. And everything that I would hear is that he would always be like, after the talking is done, like he would always throw the first punch. And yeah. I'm fine with that. I don't need, I feel like, I don't need you to like have to defend yourself. Like, if it's a, you know, you know when a fight is brewing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it's certain. Not it, everybody. Well, that's why niggas need like real life outside. Tra- that's why niggas need real life training. But you could tell elevated tones, niggas breathing changes, that look that they 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 stand. I see. I follow a bunch of weird ass shit on YouTube about fighting and different body language and shit. Like, it's a point where you can understand like 
when you should go, you should probably hit them soft areas first. That 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 throat. Them. I follow some weird shit like that too. And and one of the niggas was like, you go to the point of the fight. If somebody's being the aggressor and they standing up and you sitting down, you're at a disadvantage. disadvantage. You need to stand yeah. the fuck up. Yeah. And soon, listen. I, I, I'm, and I'm as a, soon as you stand up, I'm gonna promise you this. And I, I promise on everything I love. If we are having an exchange of ideas, right? At an elevated, Is that what you call it? At an elevated pace. And at any time you reach your hands back and pull your pants up, I'm punching you dead in your face. Cause we're Cause you ready for you, you know you're what I'm ready. Saying? You're you're posing for a fight. You're the, preparing for the fight. The second you touch your pants to to adjust them up, you're getting socked. Uh, I'm 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 one hundred multiple times. We're not talking about the one the no. Cause the sound it, it what appears to me. Is that my, my? I'm in danger now because you are adjusting yourself for a fight. <laughs> yeah, and I would be a fool Don't to worry. allow you to adjust for a fight and me not start fighting. <laughs> I would be a fool for you to invite me to a fight <laughs> and me not participate. <laughs> like now, granted, you do not have to participate in every fight that you invited to, right? But I hear if you are adjusting your body for a fight and you am I'm in punching range. I hear <laughs> I hear people say that, but I that's that's the one that I don't agree with. I feel like if you invite me to a fight, then like let me let me join with you. Sometimes it may not be worth it. That's what I hear, but I'm willing to find out. Like I, mean, I don't some things like some things you just know, my nigga. <laughs> some young girl walk up to you and like, "What's up? Let's fight." You're not about to go beat up this young like. Come on, bitch! I'll smack the <laughs> shit out of you. I might tell you what I would do to you. I'm not gonna do it. But you don't have to. You don't have to fight every time you invited to a fight. I just try to stay out of situation. I ain't been invited to a fight in quite some time now. You feel me? It's been a few years. Yeah, because hopefully that that part of my life is over. But just know. Pull them pants up in front of him. <laughs> you. Can, I'm saying you make even it. even if the fight does not turn physical, I think at some at some point you have to entertain it because I can't be I can't be walking away from every confrontation out here in Detroit. No, for sure. Now I probably shouldn't be having a ton of confrontations and altercations with motherfuckers at this age. Reputation is everything. Guard it with your life. Yeah, I shouldn't have that going on at this stage in my life. Yeah. But it's some telltale signs. You pull your pants up, fam. You got to catch one. I'm just saying. You might catch a knife shot to the stomach. <laughs> you, you you big on that one. I've pull. seen that go. I've seen that. I've seen niggas let, get laid the fuck out. Like, up, oh, there go the pants. Because you, you, you don't want to get tripped up in them pants. Night, night. You don't want to get tripped up in some, in some hoop shorts. Yeah, that was a, at, a, at a point in my life when everybody was sagging. I don't, I don't sag my pants. I got a belt on. I think I'm ready to go. Well, one, I got a belt on because I carry a gun. And you you got to have a sturdy belt to keep carry a heavy gun. So you can't just have. Because I got to keep my pants and the gun up. For I get, sure. I get what you're saying. Uh, which is really important that y'all niggas out here carrying guns. You need to have a holster because you, you get the tussling and that gunfall, you're going to fuck around and shoot yourself. Yeah. Or somebody else by accident. Or now the gun didn't fail and now you can't get to it. You ain't, nigga, you know you had a gun, but you wrestling and the gun come out. I'm picking the gun up. I'm going to shoot you because you 100% You're trying gone. to fight into something else now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's a, now it's a fight to the death. Yeah, for sure. I seen a video online where... uh. Young scary nigga had a gun talking to it like a, uh, quote unquote OG out in, the, in front of, uh, outside of the, like a party store. This was, it was clearly LA and, um, the gun dropped and my man took the gun from him 
And then he start begging, like, come on, man, please, let me have a gun bag. <laughs> start a- asking for the gun bag. Like, they never put no fucking gun on me. He's about to pistol with me. What do you mean, shit. give it back? Man. I have just found a new gun. <laughs> Lucky I do not use it on you. <laughs> what do you mean, give it back? <laughs> That's said, not how it works. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, That's not how it works. Come on, man. Boy. You lucky that man has changed his life because he could have killed you. Take this fuck shit up the block. <laughs> Take that fuck shit up the block. Man. Yeah. Could you ever. Can I please have my gun back to the nigga that now has your gun? That shit crazy. What's, what's your leverage? Yeah. What's your advantage? I, I don't get it. Nothing. Get the fuck out of here with that shit, man. That's, that's niggas born after 96. You gotta be. This nigga's born after 96. Gots to be. Uh, gots to be. Listen, um, no fat cops, uh, no fat army men. I do not know that we got the strongest military in the world. Um, I'm not saying that we don't. I'm saying I don't know the answer to that question because we didn't started being real lax and everybody's real PC. And like, I don't understand why there's two different sets of rules for the same job. And it's a physical labor job. Now, I'm not saying, like, if you infantry, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be used somewhere else in the army because your brain is your brain. You right. Know what I'm saying? I need your brains. So maybe. Uh, maybe you're not a frontline, yeah. hand-to-hand combat soldier. However, everybody got to go through basic training because at any given time, I'm going to give you a fucking rifle. Everybody has to be prepared to to kill. One of my homeboys. Because that's what basic training teaches you, how to kill. One of my homeboys was a photographer in the army. But he went everywhere with an AR-15. Because sometimes you may <laughs> got to fight, my nigga. I know you're here taking pictures of us in war. but <laughs> Yo, put that uh, camera down, my nigga. We need you up front. That's the thing. Y'all seen... No, y'all probably haven't seen... One Full of Metal the, Jacket? One of the greatest movies of all time, Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> Full Metal Jacket? Nigga was a writer. Nigga out there... Private Joker is he a was, writer. He was a writer killing niggas. Yes. Basic trick. First of all, the first... 45 minutes of Full Metal Jacket, classic shit. Classic shit. So many quotables. IG, like, in no bullshit. I bought that movie too. Um, I have it on DVD. I got it on DVD and I got it, I bought it on Apple. So it was like, there yeah. forever. Um, that's one of the best movies ever, dog. Is that a Scorsese movie? I think it is. Okay. Don't get me lying, but I think it is. I'm pretty certain it is. Yo, that's one of the best movies ever, man. Bullshit. <laughs> Bet you can suck a, a, a golf ball through, through a garden hole. hole. <laughs> I was like, shit. I ain't know they stack all of you. Five now. I didn't know they stack shit that high. Trying to squeeze an inch on me there. Do you know do you know he wasn't an, the original actor in the movie? What you mean? The the drill sergeant? Yeah. He was just he was just like a rep on set. Oh he, yeah, I think he, I heard that. He wasn't an actor in the movie. Something had like the original drill sergeant like wouldn't bring it and they heard him like, you know, just doing the lines in between the scenes. Like and he used to be a real guttery sergeant. Yeah, and he Yeah, we're gonna need you here. Yeah. Yo. I couldn't imagine nobody else doing it. Get down on your knees and <laughs> choke yourself. <laughs> I was trying to explain to my son, like I made a joke about him choking himself, and he was like, like this. It's like, nah. <laughs> Lean forward. <laughs> because like, if you understood what was going on in that scene, yeah. I can't do this to you, but if you get on your knees and you bring your neck to my hand, well, your honor, I didn't choke him. He choked he, himself. He was like, don't touch my hand. <laughs> Lean forward. <laughs> Full Metal Jacket is 
even once you get past like that first forty five, me so horny. Me That's love- where it came from. Yeah, it, I know. Which is wild. That's why yo the seventies was a great time for TV. I mean for movies too. It's a lot of shit. You know when people talk about like shit was different back in the day. Yeah. That's the back in the day they talking about. Yeah. Not not ninety seven. That's the back in the day. Depends how old you were. You feel me? Because like, like back in the day or back in your day. If you talk to niggas born, if you talk to niggas that grew up in the seventies and that are still alive now, they know like shit was fucking wild back then. Wild, wild way. <laughs> shit was. This was way before. Like it was like one STD and shit. <laughs> Take a little bit of penicillin, you good? My homeboy dad used to always tell us like when he would get burnt because it was just like a thing back then. You know, you just catch something, you go to Herman Kiefer. He was like he would meet bitches at Herman Kiefer. He's like, we know we both getting cleared both clean, up. Huh? Yeah, like what's up? If you can go back. So, if you could go back to any 10-year period, what 10-year period would you like to go to? 90. I would, I would like to do 90 to 99 all over again. So, uh, and you go back at this age that you're at right now. Or matter of fact, which age, what, what age would you like to be in 1990? Nigga, the same age I was in 1990. Just with the knowledge I got now, send me back. At eight? Yep. So from eight to eighteen, that's what you want to look. Send me back. What you want to go from eighteen to twenty eight? Nope. With all the knowledge you have right now, from eighteen to twenty eight, you can really live the nineties experience. You could be at some of them concerts and shit like that. Like you can't be there at ten years old. Well, let me. You know, this is your fucking shit. I can't tell you what to pick. You pick what you pick. Yeah, you man. Me? S- send me back. Yeah. So eight to I, eighteen. If I went back to the nineties, I would go ninety two to two thousand and two. That 10-year period. Okay. But I want to be like 21. 21 to 31. And that 10-year. I go back to 1992 and I'll be 21 years old. What what year was that when we was making all that money? Uh, That's probably... 04 to 0... What time I... When I get off the phones? 04 to 08? 04 to I like to do them years again. With the knowledge that I have now, I like to do them years again. I mean, yeah, but I went. I don't want to have fun though. And some nineties was just like a good time though. <laughs> like, I'm about to say because nigga, when we was making that money, we was having fun. I'm, yeah, but like, I want some. That's not far enough back for me. Okay. Yeah, lived through the nineties and shit. Like as an adult though, I want to go through the tunnel. Probably look. Take my. I take a, a staff proof vest. <laughs> <laughs> probably look, life probably looked a lot different. Yeah, it's probably. It was so crazy. So in the 90s when we was younger, that shit probably seemed a lot safer than it really was. It's probably dangerous. Because when you look at the crime statistics and we were like, yo, Detroit, the murder capital, it was because of that time frame that we was living in, like the 80s and early 90s. And but I'll be, be honest, I don't never remember no murders. We wasn't watching the news. It wasn't like the, the murder rate was crazy then, dog. Like it was crazy. But we, was, we was literally kids. We, we stayed in one shell of a community. And you was you would only get murdered for the most part if you was like in the game. Yeah. Now our murder rate is crazy and it's just random people dying. Like you don't gotta be <laughs> you don't have to be You just some, gotta be somewhere. Yeah. And niggas start shooting. Yeah. Um Yeah, dog, that's wild. Uh, they had a random shooter uh in Tennessee. Oh shit, we never we didn't talk about this last week. What's up? The random shooter that we had. On Seven Mile, Illinois. Yeah. 
So it was a a 19 year old kid and he just was, he shot, well, three people passed away. I think he shot seven, seven people, three people passed away from like four o'clock and four 45 in the morning till nine or 10. We talked about it briefly because Charlie was talking about like people wasn't digesting the news through social media. We, but we never explained like what the fuck we was talking about. Okay. But there was an active shooter, a kid, he was 19. So information came out. Apparently he killed his parents when he was like 17. And I guess they put him like in a mental hospital and I guess he's out. Seems like he should be back there, or she, or he should have never left. Seems like he should go into slavery. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck what y'all talking about? Involuntary servitude. He needs to go into involuntary servitude because no, you can't be out here. Yeah, that's that's not the type of nigga that need to be. But in y'all want to put slavery's on the ballot, nigga? What? No, that's that's one of them type of niggas that need to be locked away somewhere. When we hear the term slavery, we think of very specific things. That's why people use the term to get people all bent out of shape yeah. and have that thought in their mind. That's why they use that term. That's why slavery was in the title because niggas thinking they're gonna be outside picking cotton, getting hit with get hit with whips. Guess what? <laughs> it's twenty twenty two. There's no fucking way you can make me a goddamn slave. There's no fucking way. Well, no. There's no way. There's no way. Well, you can go to prison. <laughs> That's the, that type of slavery, I understand. But I'm saying like a nigga overseeing you. Prison. Jay, you got to come back with 10 pounds of cotton by noon. That type of slavery. They used to have niggas out there working on a chain gang. Yeah, I remember ch- do, do building fucking railroads, hitting rocks. I mean, that probably was a little bit slavery ish. You feel me? That's a big. That's big well, in the south. Yeah, they big on that. They big on embarrassing. You're just not gonna just do your jail time. You're gonna do hard time. Yeah, but I know that there's systematic racism, all other bullshit. But like, let's just say that all the niggas was in there because they did something wrong. I don't really care that you got to do physical labor, my G. Like, stop shooting niggas out here. <laughs> like, it's a it's a punishment. So I got this theory. You know, you ever been to, like, a job and you hear the people complaining, like, oh, my God, we short staff today. Guess who don't get no fuck? Me. Me. Because we all dealing with shit at work. I don't get no fuck that y'all shorts that, that Javon didn't call in this morning. I still need I still need my shit. I don't give no fuck what you go through at your job. Same shit applies to jail. Yeah, niggas get niggas be doing hard time. Niggas don't have all the treatment. You can't watch TV. You can't fuck a woman. You might get fucked in the ass. Like it's jail, my nigga. Sorry for you. Don't go. That's the best way to avoid it. <laughs> don't go to involuntary servitude. Because if you go, shit might happen. It's just part. It's just part of the job. It's part of the job. I don't never want to go. I don't want to go neither. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that probably don't belong in jail, but there's a lot of motherfuckers that do. And whatever happens to you while you're in there is just what happens. You know, some people are really a menace to society, and some people need to be away from other people. You saw that video. That video clip of Turk. Yeah, talking about having sex in jail. Yeah, he said he was fucking in jail, and I think. Um, basically, he was like, I think he's a CO. Yeah, but he like, I'm not about to get fucked on the outside telling y'all what I was doing inside. I think people just want to make sure, people want to make him, everybody gay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the nigga been there for, like, yeah, he said, y'all, like, you ain't got no status, nigga. 
I'm Turk. I'm fucking. I got. I had sex in jail. And he said, "I ain't fucking no." This is his words, not mine. I ain't messing with no punks. Yeah. Like y'all just don't understand. I'm. People have sex in jail every day. And this was Turk at the high, high at the high boys. Um, well, this is what he was in prison. Yeah, for but I'm saying two, like they was. Cops. They was and he was high on drugs. He now I don't like the fact that he like I shot two cops. My G, you was pleading for your life on trial. Now you yeah I shot two cops. Nigga, you was it's different on, when I get out. You was high on dope in a fucking closet, randomly just shooting. <laughs> like nigga, don't act like <laughs> like that's a little bit different. Don't now, act like you just aiming and squeezing <laughs> on these niggas. Now Pac shot two cops. You feel me? Yeah. He ain't know there was cops. He thought there was this two white men harassing a black man. Shot both them niggas in the ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Now, that's a little bit different. Like, yo, I shot two cops. But you, high on drugs in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a little different. <laughs> and we shall be bragging. Still, two niggas got, two cops got shot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you can't take that away from him. two I, cops got shot. I guess for sure. I mean, the fact it's a wild is, bag <laughs> to be high on PCP. Oh, that, that mean you get pussy in jail because yeah, I shot two cops. Like, all right, he got pussy in jail because he Turk. He so hot like, boy Turk. If you tell, you gonna put that CO in prison because no matter what, if you have sex with a CO, it's rape. Yeah, because they're in a, a position a, of power. A, a prisoner can't give consent. Even if he the one smashing, like yo, I'm actually fucking, but yo, you that person going to prison, and uh, one he should have never put he never he should have never said that shit. Two, if they still work here, if a CEO go to prison, it's a wrap for them. Yeah, protective custody, and even there is not safe. Yeah, jail's not safe for police officers. The CEOs. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. <laughs> it's not really safe for anybody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> They had fucked up. You on twenty three and one, and you still get stabbed up, or some crazy shit still happened to you. Like, damn, nigga, in the, the nigga, one hour that I was out, wasn't nigga, nobody watching me. The nigga that bring the tray firebomb your yourself. That shit crazy. If but a, it happens. If a nigga out for one hour, and that during that one hour, ain't nobody watch me, my nigga. Have you ever seen the movie Shot Caller? I have not, but I've heard a lot about this movie. <laughs> shit heard, crazy I've heard about this movie Shit crazy Watch it when you get a chance Yeah I've heard about this movie And I was like Where was I I'm glad First off I'm glad I, I wasn't around But Cause it's a nigga That on 23 and 1 And he do a lot of scrapping Like damn near every day Yeah man I'm be like yo, yo Put me in the hole fam Every time the nigga Come out to take me out the hole I'm gonna sock him And then just go right back That in. hole is gonna dry you crazy My nigga That shit Would you rather be crazy, crazy Or stabbed up Jay. Leave me to my thoughts. <laughs> yep. Leave me to my thoughts. Sitting sitting in the dark for twelve to eighteen hours at a time is going to drive you crazy. But what if it don't? I'm more inclined to say that it will. I understand you a strong willed nigga. Rick Ross but, was in. He said he was in fucking uh in solitary for like eight years. That nigga normal as fuck. Well, I don't know if he normal. <laughs> I wouldn't quite say that. I mean, he been out of prison for a long time. He out here making a lot of moves. He don't he don't walk around. Like he a crazy nigga out of his mind. We didn't see how long him on been the pie. Of, how long has he been out of prison? What I'm just saying is, I'm sure them first couple years might have been a little, I trust little my, difficult. I trust myself over the nigga in CB4. Right. Okay. Me and my mind been together my whole life. You feel me? I don't want to play. I don't want to play that game. I don't want to chance it. I get it. Don't, that's just me. 
I get it. You know, I don't think I'm I don't think I'm mentally that strong. You think Adira can fight? I don't know. She's she is from the east side. That's a fact. So I'm thinking she probably like had, if a dude walked in there and it was like her versus the dude, like what you think gonna happen? I think she could defend herself. I do too. Now I think she'd probably shoot the nigga really quickly. We've we've had some conversations. <laughs> we've had some conversations. She gonna use the revolver that leaves no shells. Uh, <laughs> but I do think like she she's strong. Like me and Hadir are really close. So we we've we've hung out. You know uh, she hemmed you up. Absolutely not. Oh, Absolutely. I thought there was you. You like yo, she's strong, and we no, hang out. I thought no, you I mean, about to say she hung, he hemmed you up. No, no, she's never. Hit I know me a up. woman who a black belt. Like I trust her with her hands and feet. You feel me? Yeah. Like she gonna do her thing. I, I think Hadira could defend herself. I don't think she gonna get. I don't think she getting her ass beat. I'll say that. Now I don't know if she gonna. You know, knocking nigga out. I'm probably thinking like it's gonna be some lethal. But she she mentioned them red zone areas. Remember that one time we had them on here. So I don't think she's not afraid to like take the fight dirty. It has got to go there. Yo, I'm like, I'm go, yo, I'm. Well, there's no such thing as a not dirty fight. I'm you got to win. I'm, I'm aiming for them soft areas. You, you got to win. Aiming for them soft. There's areas. no such thing as a fair fight. You have to win. You got to win. Your life very very well depend on. It. <laughs> you got to win. So I mean, whatever you got to do. To win the fight, and you got on all that gear, yeah. Because you, so you could be overweight. Well, let me rephrase that: you can be out of shape, and you got on extra 15, 20 pounds of gear. Yeah, and you and some big ass boots you got to run in. Like you got to be in shape. I'll you play, do. I played tennis today, dog. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that shit With, was that shit was straight. Where you play at? Uh, someplace in uh. I guess technically Beverly Hills. Okay. You know, it was pretty cool. I play I played for about an hour. Country club type of type of deal? No, I was a park. You know, his tennis court was open. We went out there and played some tennis. Now, um That's I've a full body workout. It was. It was a pretty cool workout too. I'm like, I need to do that more often. Um I was watching what's the, I can't think of my man's name. Black dude from the USA. He been playing in the open, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been watching. At work, TBB on. It's like the fourth day, and dude's still playing. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, man, I think he's like, the f- first African American to play since Arthur Ashe. African American male hmm. since Arthur Ashe. I wasn't hip to him, but I'm like, yo, he out here putting in work, and uh, he's ranked like number 22. He was whooping on the number ninth ranked dude. Apparently, him and LeBron cool. You okay. know what I'm saying? I guess him and LeBron talk before every match and shit like that. I was like, yo, this nigga kind of cold, man. And I had bought my tennis racket. Couple of weeks ago, because I was supposed to go play. I'm like, I'm gonna go play tomorrow, dog. Because I'm I was off tomorrow. I was off today. But what's so funny with dude? He had like seven of the same shirts in the bag. Over, you know, what I'm saying after he was playing, he'd get too sweaty. He'd take Just his shirt off and put the brand new can't on. Fuck up the outfit. You know can't, what I'm saying? Can't Got fuck me. up the drip. I'm gonna be fresh as hell if the fans watching. Can't fuck up. And the yeah, drip. they was make because it was messy. <laughs> and he had his bag. You know, all the bags is like. Terry cloth or cheese cloth yeah. you can see through. And they was making some comment about uh, you know, saying not like a detrimental comment, but they was just, you know, laughing and joking about how messy it was over there. But like, and I'm like, though, this nigga got like eight of the same shirts over there, but throw that boy on. But you know, gotta you, be comfortable and cool. When you if your shirt is drenched in sweat, then it starts getting fit cold. Different. Yeah. And then when it touch you, it feel all icky and like 
felt like a wet sock. That's all a over. professional athlete. That's a fact. It's a professional athlete. He, he has to sweat be a lot. I'm sure. So that's when the sweatbands. They make. I'm like, oh, that shit make a lot of sense. You yeah. got the headband on because you, you want to keep the sweat out of your eye. Yeah. Like, yo, all this shit didn't make a lot of sense. Basketball players just be putting the bitches on because it look cool. But like, remember when niggas was wearing bandanas a few years ago? Bandanas. They was like ninja bandanas. Like Jimmy a- Butler used to. No, not over the face, over their head. They would tie them up. They weren't like regular headbands. Jimmy Butler, some shit that weird you tie. dude. Uh, you know, after the after he got them extensions. Yo, you gonna hoop in them this year? I hope not. What do you think you is? Haslam? <laughs> yeah, when he retire, dog? Come on. Never. Still. Never. And Miami Heat, like, we just gonna keep giving him a check as long as like that's up like four years ago, they was kinda like, yo, we can cut this shit out. But he like a player can't. he like a player coach. Yeah, they probably won't to cut this shit out, but they probably can't. You know what I'm saying? He from the or, area. Or he, they just doing on massage. You know, when you've been with the organization <laughs> that long, like for all intents and purposes, like he's like a great person. He probably get you paying him the veterans minimum. He probably helping out in the locker. <laughs> he helping out in the locker room. He might play what ten games a year. And he's like real active in the community. He from there. Yeah. Well, then he go to college. He went too. to University of Florida. You just keep you down. Like he's one of the goats. Like he like a. I don't know what you would call. It. It's like if Jalen, no, it's like if Chris Webber would have just played everything in the in the, the pisses and was twenty years. This would probably be it. This would probably be it for yeah. you, Donis. Yeah, just you know. Shout out to Cheyenne. <laughs> 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 for you, Donis. Oh man! Oh, All right, I'm uh, done. I'm done. I'm done. I got a music pick for the week. Uh, you said that I ain't look at music it. pick of the week was the homie name tag Alexander. Yeah, uh, name tag just dropped a new joint. Uh, it's called More Shots. Uh, so shout out to name tag More Shots. Cheers. Like Henny serve hot, you don't need it on the rock. Straight no chaser, take some vodka shots. I serve lick with curves through the sickest of verses. Chicks and curves, they insist, don't even a tip from their purses. Hang over, you barely made it to church service. To get the word, pay attention, can't be missing words. Happy hour spitting, missing words, can't return. Lyrically, I'm on picture, liquor that you mix with serve. Lean, my 16's like sipping that smurf. Enough of that blue motherfucker, probably you itch your nerves. When that flow right, it's never. A slow night chugging at the pub like fucking guzzle the whole pint. My buzz got everybody watching me tipsy. So to they sight, I only appear like a strobe light. Got them gone because the flow tag beyond is not norm. God damn it, I'm Sam Malone. Uh. From Cheers. Yeah, God damn it, Sam, Sam Malone. Malone. Yo, shout out to Name Tag. Name Tag be rapping, rapping. Yeah, shout out to the homie Name Tag. And look, whenever you stream Name Tag's music, uh, I get $3 off of it because name tag, I sued him a couple years ago for defamation. I, I stopped you, Jason, early in the episode, but name tag defamed me and his debt is about 70 grand now. So I need y'all to stream name tags music so he can pay me off. Uh, your name tag, if I post this episode on YouTube, 
uh, please don't give me a content strike. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a waiver to play your music, fam? Uh, I know you. The you know name tag is on that shit. Yeah, his, if, if anybody you need to talk, if to, he's on, he on his business. He if, getting shit placed in movies, TV shows. Like worked, name tag knows the business. And he the representative from a company who pretty much do that too. So like, if it's anybody who knows how to give me a clearance for playing a record. <laughs> it's name, name tag. tag yeah. Uh, and follow name tag. This nigga verified on Instagram, by the way. He is. You know what I'm saying? I didn't ask him how to get the blue check, and I'm not going to ask him, but, you know, my blue check is coming one day. It is. You feel It me? is. Once the blue check. For us to show. You know? I'll be, I'll be cool with a Shop Talk blue check. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This Week in Culture blue check. Y'all don't got to be my personal shit, but hit me with a blue check on one of them shits. I got to get a couple more um, published articles with my name and face in it. Okay. It's a couple. It's a a criteria yeah, that, yeah. You, that you do and, you know. But, uh, yeah, run my check. You feel me? It's coming. It's coming. Uh, whose man is this? Aerie Spears. Gooey raccoon face. <laughs> Gooey raccoon um, face. Nigga a loser, dog. I never liked this nigga, dog. I'll be honest with you. I just never liked this nigga, dog. Um. <sighs> I remember when he got beat up on um, Corey Holcomb's show, yeah, fifty one fifty show, because he was on there looking talking shit, dusty and dirty, talking shit to niggas for a long time, and like everybody not playing with you, dog. Beat the nigga up live on the pod. I remember watching that shit live. Nigga balled up, head down, went out on the fucking floor in the fucking fetal position because he a hoe. Um, then last week, he on um, the Art of Dialogue. Talking shit about Lizzo. I'm not a Lizzo fan. I don't give a fuck. But talking about she look like a bag of potatoes. How a nigga that look like a bag of potatoes gonna call somebody else a bag of potatoes? Like, what the fuck is you talking about, nigga? Talking about, I mean, I'm a pretty handsome man. Where? When? When? When, when have you? Matter of fact, tell me an Aries Spiel joke he ever said in his own voice. Every time I think of Aerie Spears, I think of like an impersonation. A DMX impression, a Jay-Z Sammy impression, Davis. fucking Paul Mooney impression. Nigga, do not have jokes. I have impressions. That's have it. You ever, does he have any comedy specials out? I'm sure you can find some shit on YouTube somewhere. Like this fucking pedophilic skit he probably filled on my fucking cell phone. But who going to pay that nigga to tell jokes? The nigga look like a fucking alcoholic. He looked like he been he could. So Corey talked about the shit was going on. Then he be out online and make a uh, a response video. This nigga looked like he was wearing that shirt the whole week. He a dirty nigga, dog. Like he physically looks like a dirty person. I don't know him personally. Right. He looks like he sleeps in the same clothes, wakes up, and go outside. Like, not wash my face. Just Sometimes go, you might go be running outside. late. You just got to get to it. Like, oh. You just got to get to it, Jay. You didn't have them nights. You just got to get to it. This looks like an everyday thing. <laughs> he looks like an everyday you ain't never went to. You ain't never went to work with the same clothes you had on the night before? Work? Yeah. Because I never went home. My car was in the parking lot and I got dropped off at my, <laughs> I got dropped off at my car and just went in the building. Yeah, man. It happens. Stayed it happens. Stayed in my office. You feel me? And like, you know. See y'all later. <laughs> it happens, say you know. Uh, but what's the last? Why why is he doing all these interviews? Is he got something like on the horizon? He got a book, a, a tour, a special. No, you know, something coming up. Everybody got the whole. You're just little, talking to Vlad. Fuck Vlad. Um, but talking to Art 
from Art of Dialogue. You know, they chopped them videos up and they put them out and shit. Yeah. Um, you know, another nigga I don't fucking like. Well, let me get back to Aries Spears. The fact that you would do this fucking skit, Tiffany Haddish, you're not off the fucking hook either, by the way. Um, so let me give you an explanation of what this video is. So Tiffany Haddish comes in, says, hey, can you watch my kids or some shit like that? And then she looks at the little boy who doesn't have any clothes on, just some underwear. Like, hey, you do whatever uncle such and such says, whatever he says. And he goes, he's playing with a toy. Now on the video, they got the bottom half of him covered. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't want to show this. So he's sitting on the couch with some newspaper looking all weird. And he dropped the newspaper, half of it. And then he got two eyes cut out because he's watching the little boy showing pictures of his crotch and shit like that. He's watching them. And while he's looking through the little holes that's cut out, R. Kelly comes on. I don't see nothing wrong. Come No. My mind's telling me no, but my body. During that time, I'm uninterested in hearing anymore. During that time frame, he uh got some baby oil on the seat. Also, there's a scene where the little boy is in the tub and he falls in the tub with the little boy. Now, what about any of this shit is funny with the actual child in it and trying to defend it? Oh, we just try to go for the joke. And these children, which was a 14 year old and a seven year old. Tiffany Haddish, this your homegirl kids. Why would you even put them in some shit like this? Now, you wasn't in that skit, but why would you offer them up for this? Nothing about that sounds remotely funny or like it's going to lead to a a bigger or better opportunity for you. That shit disgusting, dog. It's fucking disgusting. And then I didn't see the video with Tiffany Haddish, but apparently with her and the other girl, she teaching her how to give net to a Subway sandwich. Why the fuck would you do that to a child? One, it's not funny. Two, a child? Your homegirl kids? Yeah, it's a lot of people that's wrong in this equation with this shit. It's a lot of people. Niggas who be trying to, yo, yo, back in the day, <laughs> that's what we, w- it was, it was, it was, no, it wasn't. It was never cool. You don't got to be conscious. You don't have to have the 22 brain to understand that this shit is not acceptable. 10 years ago, niggas knew pedophilia was wrong. Now it's maps, minor attracted persons now. Maybe this is, maybe they're going to be a protected class now. It's some weird ass shit, dog. I'm not with the extra weird shit. Call it what the fuck it is. We call fat, fat. We call weird, weird. It just is what it is. (sighs) And. Niggas making statements. You know, I can't talk about it because it's an ongoing case. But I will say it wasn't funny. All I'm saying is, well, one of the things I'm saying, and it's not all I'm saying. One of the things I'm saying is, let's just say you thought for some strange reason that this shit was funny. Right. And they gave you the skit of before time. Why'd you pick your friend's kids to do this, though? Like, that's who you thought? A seven-year-old boy? Now, I don't know what kind of trauma that shit left on him. How do you even have a conversation with your friend and explain what you're going to be doing? Like, how do you sell, try to sell me on this shit with my kids? Now, what I also don't like, and I'm not sure of how the, how the order of operations on this shit goes. Oh, this only coming up because of Ari Spears said something about Lizzo. Nigga, that's a lawsuit that was filed in court. So you trying to tell me 
that once the young girl heard about him going about Lizzo, he fought a lot. No, nigga. Aerie Spears is trying to buy BET, and that's how it happened. Nigga's trying to buy the masters of PED. Peds, pedophilia. Yeah. I don't know. But like everything is everything that plays out with any kind of celebrity, anything, it's always this grand theme of this and this. Or how about this? How about the 22-year-old girl and the now 15-year-old boy is suing for exactly what the fuck they said? Because you use a family relationship to help groom us for some sexually explicit shit when we was minors. This not okay. And it's on tape. That we know or what how long was these takes? How long was you there? How many times did this happen? Are there any other more videos? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the lawsuit is a lawsuit. Oh, this only happening because he said this nigga. This actually happened and or, it's on or tape. May, or maybe the lawsuit is happening, and because it's happening, people want to use media that they have for him to help booster their platform. Yeah. Let's maybe look at it from the other side of shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, then I seen people online, yeah, the mama was been trying to get money from Tiffany for years. Oh, now you know the mama? The the fucking lawsuit is under Jane Doe. So so oh, you know the name of the real person and you know her mother now. Nigga, two weeks ago I never knew that I never knew the video existed or the people existed, but you random nigga on the internet. No to mom and it's now this is a money it, grab. It'd be it'd be like it'd be like that on crime in the D, how everybody solved the crime. Oh man. Twenty seconds after it gets Oh, I know James. He over he from over off Evergreen. You seen the update they put out on Hutch today? I did. I did. Everybody like, nope, this don't look right. It's something else to it. Or maybe it's not. Or maybe the police just found the three niggas that was involved. I understand what you claim you heard the street saying, but like no, maybe this is all it is. The the one nigga that was arrested the day of that y'all said didn't do it. Oh, well, he's still arrested and two other niggas connected to him is now arrested. So maybe you was wrong. Maybe. So every time something happened and the police do something, they be like, y'all should be out here solving murders. Y'all niggas worry about this. Well, we solved one and now you still got some shit to say. Yeah, look, Nick, the Detroit police solve murders every, every single fucking we day. We say that shit all the time because civilians tell. There's no street code. Miss Johnson has lived on the corner ain't got no street code. Guess, guess she going to tell because she don't want y'all niggers in her neighborhood. You street niggas are the minority. We don't want you here. We want to go home and live our fucking lives. I'm not worried about the street code. Yeah. I don't have any affiliation or owe any debt to niggas who 20 years younger than me anyway. Like I'm out of your class, my nigga. Do I have some sort of loyalty to people I grew up with? Possibly. I'm not in the streets, my nigga. Yeah. I want and, you to get off my fucking lawn. <laughs> and, the, like, and those are the people that talk to the police, that tell them everything, that show the police they ring camera footage, that call detectives, that talk to people when they come knocking on the doors. You, like Niggas <laughs> rob and kill. Niggas called the uh, uh, fucking Domino's pizza guy to a fucking vacant house the other day and robbed and co- shot him you niggas is poor like legitimately y'all are poor you don't have a fucking skill you have no way to make money because you dropped out of school in 10th grade or some shit 
You have nowhere to make money, but you want to live a particular life. So now you are literally robbing people for how much money you think the pizza delivery nigga got on him? 50 bucks tops. Like tops. Why, why would I even send a, a pizza delivery guy out with more than $50? And tops. it's probably in small bills just for change. Yeah, just to break up change. That's it. Like, and yo, you so fucking stupid that you're willing to do life over robbing a pizza guy. Nigga bringing you a $7 pizza. And that I pr- that you probably pay for online with a credit card and there's no money exchanging. Nigga, your tip is, is even electronic. Yeah. Like what? Y'all niggas are poor. So y'all stealing cars. Y'all robbing people in gas stations. You're doing all this shit because you have no way to make money and it's your own fault. It's not that, yo, the system. Listen. This is why I don't believe niggas when they tell me what they had to do and how tough it was coming up, right? Or I had to sell drugs because, you know what I'm saying, pops wasn't there, mom was struggling, she's working three jobs. You wanted to sell drugs, my nigga. Because it was a lot of niggas like that in your neighborhood who didn't. And look at them now. They're just regular people. Yeah. How come they they didn't die? Because they mom struggled. You didn't want to struggle. I a certain lifestyle. I seen seen the Jordans in the window and I was tired of niggas clowning me at school. It's understandable, but you couldn't do it. You wouldn't work a regular job because you thought it was beneath you and you wanted more. But don't give me the sad story about how you had to do this. Nigga, that was a choice. I always remember an interview with 50 Cent was talking about him selling drugs. He was like, you know, by the time you calculate the hours you put in, reing up, you know, court lawyer fees, bonding out. He was like, nigga, you might as well just work at McDonald's. Man, I'll be watching uh, break even. Crown TV. It's a YouTube page. And they uh read all the transcripts from all these different murder trials and different shit like that. And basically the, the lawyer was asking the person this, like, how much money was you making? And he was breaking it down. And he was like, Well, how much would you he do used to work at Old Navy? And he was like, uh, pretty much he's like basically a week I probably was bringing home the same thing. It's like, so why was you selling crack if he was making the same amount of money at Old Navy? He ain't really have an answer. It's not really even coming in faster at that point. <laughs> it's not coming in fast. <laughs> Longer hours. Like, what? what's but, going on? Just the dangers of it. You could just be, or you could just work in a mall and wear fold khakis and talk to hoes. I mean, get you a Cinnabon on your, on your break. Go to Sabaros. Man. It's crazy, but niggas be poor as fuck, and um, so they steal to get money, and it don't really count if you floss with stolen money. You feel me? Like it? What's the what's the flex? You a cat burglar? <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> you love using that phrase too. Hey man, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. It's a dangerous. That's a dangerous way to make a living. Yeah, it is. I, I don't know if I said because you one bad day away. Friend of mine got our house broken into the other. Yeah, day. I remember you telling me that, and like. That's a dangerous way to make a living. You or never make know, a death. You never know whose house you're breaking into. Make a living or make a killing. Cause what was that movie where the niggas broke into the, the house in Detroit? It was a movie. My man was blind in the movie. Hmm. And they and they made a part two about it, but he was blind in the movie. They broke into his house and he like commandeered these niggas the whole movie because he knew like his house. Like he knew all the crevices. Of- ah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, it was the white dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that, I and it was in. De- I was thinking Detroit movie, but no, it was in Detroit. Yeah, it's based in Detroit. I can't think of the name. Of the movie. You know what? Don't so, breathe. You know, I don't know the name of the movie because 
it was a site or uh, when I first jailbroke the Fire Stick, I go to the movie app, I click on the movie, but it was always a different movie than, <laughs> than it. And I started watching that. And it was a young girl. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what the name of that movie was, but that shit it was. It was Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe. Oh, that shit was good as hell. Yeah. That shit was good. And there was a Don't Breathe too. So. Yeah, that shit was good as hell. That's all I got. Uh, I think that's all I got too, man. It's time for the Benny. Yeah, time for the for the to the fucking benediction. Um, you know what, dog? I need you to help me keep me accountable, man. I want I want to stop saying nigga so much. Okay, we can work on that. I just don't know how. I don't know. We say it a lot. I yeah. I want to stop cursing as much. I'm never gonna stop cussing because <laughs> shit is like paprika. Or fucking parsley or whatever the, whatever y'all be chicken crack. On. Yeah. But like I gotta stop saying niggas so much. We'll just work on it. Man. We'll work on it. When I drove here today, I, I said I'm gonna make a conscious effort, but when I by the time I walked in here, I forgot. He was like, nigga please. Nigga please. Uh yo, it's your man Dame three underscores three one three on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Hey yo man, we trying to see we we thinking about having an outing. We talked about the Chuck E. Cheese shit, but like maybe you like throwing like a real adult fun outing. That shit, that shit real to me. Yeah, I'm just saying. I want to get. I want to start getting a head count. So tap in with me, or tap in with the show. Period. If we throw it, you know, we got to have a head count. If we throw it, will niggas come? I know niggas will come out. Yeah, man. We just got to kind of pick a day. I really want to. I've been thinking about fucking Chuck E. Cheese pizza this whole time. It's delicious. It's fucking delicious pizza. I had some since I was a kid. I, don't, I got the old I've done a lot of kids parties in my life <laughs> Still tastes delicious uh, Yo When you see the blue and the black You just know where the fuck you at It's Shop Talk Podcast Shop Talk Podcast Studios My bad about the fantasy football league I just kind of let shit get past me And we just didn't do it yeah. So I'll be better prepared next year Yeah I don't support the NFL like that Okay well I Other niggas want to participate Cause hard knocks on HBO, that should be fine. Yeah, other niggas won't participate. So uh, that's it. That's all I got. I was debating if I wanted to watch the Lions this year or not. I really ain't watched football in like four years, five years. Um since that Colin Kaepernick shit. Okay. So it's been a minute. Um I don't know. Uh I might watch some football. I might watch the Lions. Who knows? That should be on the TV in here on Sundays and shit for the guests who come through the studio, so whatever. Uh shout out to y'all, man. Three hundred and thirty two weeks. In a row On you hoes Cause we forgot to own you hoes today We did me? But Shit happens You feel me Uh I'ma try to stop saying nigga I'ma try to be impeccable with my words I do say nigga a lot I've even said nigga 42 times While trying to say <laughs> I shouldn't say nigga But I'm never gonna go N word If I'm saying it It's gonna say <laughs> I'ma say nigga I don't like the N word That shit is weak Alright nigga now I'm gonna try to see if I can go ninja, but I don't want to replace well, we'll, it. With, we'll, we'll just try and do better. Yeah. We'll just try and do better. Slow, step by step. You know what I'm saying? When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio, book some time. Jay Johnson, no YouTube.com forward slash Jay Johnson three one three. Like, comment, subscribe. You feel me? On that YouTube page uh, We got both cameras Out here today uh, Yo Them fucking reels Be getting a lot of Fucking Crystal action. clear <laughs> shit My nigga <laughs> yo, Crystal clear sh- shit All them joints Be getting a lot of Traction yeah. too For like a long time They'll just come back Like yo it, it, it got 
because yeah. it's so it's so crisp. Yeah, so for, crisp. For some reason, like eighty of y'all felt it was need to send whether I got cheated on in y'all stories. I wonder what they be saying though. You only can see that it I was che- sent, but. I che- I che- this the nigga I cheated on. <laughs> no, 80, hopefully eighty of y'all didn't cheat. Oh, on you me. said eighty of eighty people sent that to because on the insights you can see yeah. how many people put in a story. But what y'all saying? I don't understand. Let me know. I want to know what y'all saying. Maybe it's somebody out there that wants to comfort you. Well, because eighty of them, you know, line up. All right, figure out, figure it out. I didn't realize it. Uh, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio, book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Day. Hell yeah. Peace. Bitch. <laughs>